In Greek, nostalgia literally means the pain from an old wound. It's a twinge in your heart, far more powerful than memory alone. It goes backwards and forwards. It takes us to a place where we ache to go again. Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, my name is Oodles, and this is Modern Escapism. nostalgic episode of modern escapism as you already know i am oodles and i am going to be taking the reins of this episode so come and have a ride with me (laughs) (laughs) and today i am joined by (laughs) a few of my illustrious pod friends um first on the agenda our menu whatever you want to call it is mr gadget hello hello you all right um, also, with us today is the Immaculate Stig, a.k.a. Stuart, a.k.a. Stig, a.k.a. Stuart. Hello, how's it going? And last but surely never least is the ever-illustrious Biggie. Good evening. Right then, so, um, as we usually do start the show, um, we're going to go back in time a little bit, um, if you'll indulge us for a, for a wee moment, and... And I believe it's Mr. Stig that's going to take us back in time. Are you ready to go 88 miles per hour, Stig? Uh, I am indeed. I am indeed. Excellent. Take the, Go for it. Right. Welcome to Back in Time. This week we will be talking about um, some feedback from our football episode last week. Uh, we had some good feedback on that. Uh, thank you for those who listened. Uh, we're going to start with Kurt Lewin. Thank you very much. So we're going to start with Kurt Lewin at Angry Kurt on Twitter. Uh, Kurt, next time, make sure you get your homework in on time, please. He, follow, he comes <laughs> to this after we record yeah, sloppy. it. Sloppy. Yeah, sloppy. Sloppy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Kurt says, following on last week's Inquisition, he says, I'm a huge Derby fan and season ticket holder. Other than gaming, it's probably the thing that I follow the most closely and I'll watch any match on TV. His low lights was the whole of the 06 or 07 season as it was his first time as a season ticket holder, and we inf- infamously became the worst team in the Premier League history. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to hurt. Yeah, got to hurt. Think, uh... <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't long-lived, though. I'm sure Sunderland took that over like a couple of years later. No, no. Still no, not quite. By... Yeah, I think Sunderland got maybe 14 or 15. Yeah. But Derby is still there with 11 points for the whole Ooh. of the season. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Not the type of season you want your first season ticket to, no. uh, to be, no. Was it but Kurt's said, fault? It could have been. Yeah, you know, <laughs> football fans are very superstitious, so, yeah. Um, we haven't exactly, you know, wild the world since Kurt started going there, so. <laughs> Maybe it is your fault, Kurt, sorry. <laughs> anyway. He's, he's a highlight has to be the second playoff against Leeds a couple of seasons ago. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. Yeah, whoa, he whoa, said, whoa. we'd been battered by Leeds in the first leg, so I was not expecting the win. Uh, and I think they won 4-2 at Ellen Road. They did. That, yeah, yeah, they did. So, Animals. Yeah. 
he wanted to get that in, especially for you, Wills. So, well, it's been a it's not been a really good weekend for Leeds already. So, let's just uh, leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good start to the season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying saying nothing as a Liverpool fan. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Aaron Murray Heath at Tigerland. He says, "Yo, thanks for reading my Mansfield bit. Another great show. Love it. Short and sweet. That's what we Thank like." Thank you. Christopher Love at Deadbeat Punk was a little less complimentary about our main topic of football. His feedback <laughs> was literally just a Jurassic Park, that's big one big pile of shit gif. So... <laughs> Punks notoriously don't like football, I, I seem. I, I presume. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I hear. So yeah, thanks for that, Chris. Um, I hope you uh, at least listen to the first half, though. Uh, you know what? I'll there. tell you this now, and Chris can come at me at this. He definitely listened to the whole thing and loved it. He just won't admit it. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. You know full well. He was smiling all the way through it. Um, next up, we have Dig. Sorry, <clears throat> we have Dave Higgum at Dave Higgum eighty three. So he quotes me here because he rightfully calls me out, and we've discussed <laughs> this already. We were in the corporate boxes, but we wanted to be in the crowd because it was full of tourists. Says the Liverpool fan from North Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> you did Absolutely. mention that though. You, you, you did. You did like. You did, you did sow the seeds of saying that you, you you were you were you are aware that you're not a Liverpoolian. Yes, but it technically is right. I am a tourist, aren't I? But I, I did say I did follow up with that on Twitter and just say I have been a lot of times. I know the songs. I know the chants. At least know the players' names. There was a guy in there who. Literally called one of our players by their numbers. Oh, I hate that. Like, number six, number six. <laughs> yeah, like he was just yeah, he was just calling out. He's oh, like no. number five, and I'm like, come on, like just. <laughs> so, but he does add, even though I'm a firm believer of supporting your home uh, town team, your passion for mm. Liverpool could be felt throughout the podcast. But there it you did go. annoy him how Dumacan got laughed at for supporting Wigan when he's the only one that goes to every game and supports his own town team. Ooh. Wow, that's a good call. Yeah, another good, another good uh, call by Dave there. Although I, mean, I, I, don't, like to, to I don't, I don't go to every game, but it's it was only town. Oodles. It was only Oodles <laughs> that laughed at him supporting Wigan. <laughs> I actually apologised on Dumakin's behalf for he was supporting them, so I'm just as guilty. Yeah. And I will oh, laugh yeah. every single time he tells me. That's a promise. <laughs> uh, John uh, Cheatham. Is it Cheatham? We'll go che- with that. Probably. No. Sorry. Cheatham. Sorry. Cheatham. John Chetham at John Cheatham. Anyway. Other than a sorry, couple of great... Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bear with me when sometimes I get names wrong. It will happen. Even the, <laughs> even the easy ones. If you listen to the pilot episode, I really cock someone's name up on that. So. No, no you, 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 you cock up Idaho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you say it? Can you can you say it now? No, he's been calling, he's been calling them poodles for years. <laughs> anyway, John here says, other than a couple of great seasons years ago, going to Hereford United matches with my dad when we lived there. I've never really followed football, but really enjoyed hearing your anecdotes and feelings about the sport. Another great Good. listen. That's that's great feedback. That's what we wanted. That is because we knew we were going to do some specific uh, podcasts on certain subjects, but it's good to know that people who really aren't into those, like, listen to the whole thing and enjoyed what we talked about. 
Well, I'll, just get... I will. I will point Sorry. out as well. Bear in mind, in the when we had the episode about things we hate, I pointed out how much I hate football. Yes, I yeah. had to listen to that episode like five times, <laughs> recording it and editing it. And you still knows still nothing alive. about football. Like, yeah, I, like it, it did turn is, out to be it, a very enjoyable chat. And we do, we do pay you like two thousand pounds an edit. So, I mean, you have been getting those checks, haven't you? No. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> shit. <laughs> We'll, yeah, we'll work. We'll work on that. <laughs> I I listened to the podcast several times over, and as I said, I was quite vociferous in my in my dislike for football. Um, much to much to some of our listeners' chagrin, shall we say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it was a really enjoyable chat, and you just did a really good job last week. I really, I mean, I, it, Stig was a, it was aimed, a fun one. Stig aimed it to be more of a human chat about it. I think I think it was perfectly yeah. pitched, perfectly planned, and I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, other than that little section of our predictions, which was just us eh, well. reeling off names, like I'd, yeah, we hoped to try and just make it a bit more. Do you it did sound like he was reading out the pool's results. <laughs> Get ready for the uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast that's coming up soon. So just polar opposite, polar opposite. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple more. Uh, at Monk's Boy, he said, this week was mostly engaging. I'm not the biggest footy fan, so I have drifted towards the end when you got into it, but overall quality. That's not he bad for f- that bloody monkey. Yeah, Ugh. he then follows that up with, Oodles is still wrong. Not sure what this <laughs> week, but still wrong. <laughs> oh, that bloody monkey. I swear, I swear down one day. Uh, last, last one here is Luke Dolsk at Luke Dolsk on Twitter. Can't believe you didn't read my Matt Letizia memory. There was only two <laughs> swears in it. I think it was the type of swears that were in it, Luke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we are an explicit podcast, but we don't want to get banned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he just he carries on with saying, uh, thing which I didn't mention is that in the car on the way home, my old man said that you must not repeat anything you heard at the game to your mum when you get home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, there's some very, there's some often quite horrible things said at football yeah. games. It's one of my least favourite things about it. But sometimes when you when you when you're in the middle of it, it's it's very hard to not yeah. get involved. Uh, he says at the end here, he just follows on from our talk about there being no fans in the stadium and how he's really missing being in the terraces at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah, it's like the game yesterday. Watching that, it's. It's still not quite there, is it? That atmosphere. No, no. There's 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 too much delay on the interactions and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, have you have you seen some of the things they've been doing around the world in other, in other sports and leagues, like with without the fans? Like, was, <laughs> yes. was, was, it, was it the one was it Thailand or Japan or Korea or something like that where they just put a load of sex dolls in the stands? Yes, Korea. Yes. Korea. I've seen it. <laughs> the, um, the the weirdest one I saw this one on Twitter today. It was a baseball game in the US. Obviously, mm. the US at the minute, the skies are all red because the West Coast is on fire. There is this photo taken from like the back of the stands where there's a team playing, the, there's two teams playing the game. The sky is orange and the stands are filled with cardboard cutouts of people. And it might be the most dystopic thing I've ever seen in real life. It's really, <laughs> yeah. really weird. Like some kind of blade, blade runner baseball. Yeah, but, it's but it, really <laughs> odd. It isn't just sports, is it? Like, um, no. Uh, like Britain's Got Talent now literally looks like that episode of Black Mirror. I saw that. that yeah, yeah, I thought that was really creepy. Yeah, I've not seen so that. That's, that. I didn't see it. What happened? They basically got now a they killed everybody. wall of LED. <laughs> no, it's just got a wall of LED screens behind them. Oh, with, like, right. Fans oh, on Zoom what? calls. 
So it's just like oh, zoom heads weird. everywhere, but it's just like that episode of Black Mirror where they have. Yeah, Black Mirror. That is yeah. a great show. It's yeah, but Britain's yeah, Got, got Talent isn't foresight. a great show. No, 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 no. no it's no, creepy no. normally. The, the best one I've seen, I can't remember whether it was The Proms or something, but it was it was like a, a, a classical music show, and um, they filled the st- they filled the the stalls with plants. So the oh. musicians were playing to plants, and it's just this oddly serene thing. There's um, classical yeah. music played to. Um, I kind of like that though. Greenery. Uh, it makes a really good visual. Mm, yeah, yeah mm. I kind of like that. Is that is that it then, uh, Stig? That's that it. Everything? That's, everything, that's everything we've had back on uh, last week's episode. So thank you if you took the time to write into us. Yeah, thank you everybody that actually uh, listened and got involved because we 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 knew going in it could be quite a polarizing. Um, topic but we've 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 looked at the numbers of cells and it's you, you seem to have all stuck around with us apart from christopher love but <laughs> 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 and um yeah we, we really do thank you we, we will obviously we like we said on day one we, we will we are going to have niche topics from time to time so if you stick with us it's not always going to be bogged down in detail so it's it, we, we, we're going we try and educate as well as entertain i mean that's a bold statement but it is entertainment at the end of the day it was the timing wasn't it we didn't have much of a choice because the season was starting yeah, so it was yeah. just kind of for more than ha- for, in, for more so. than half of the cast members of the show we like football it's just how it's yeah. gonna be yeah so yeah excellent so um what we'll do now we'll we'll briskly ride into the nexus and see what we've all been up to this week. I'm going to start with you, Biggie, actually. What have you been up to, dude? Uh, not a lot, mate. Um, <laughs> very little. Um, I've uh, been watching the Marvel Universe, as I mentioned. Yes. Um, currently about to watch Civil War again. Ooh, um, one of my favourites. But It's a great movie. But it what is. really I found interesting was I missed Ant-Man first time round for reasons unknown. And I really enjoyed that. Ant-Man's I thought great. that... Yeah, yeah, it really it, is. The comedy it really, is. really worked in that movie, which I think, in a way, maybe set the, the standard for uh, later on when you got Thor Ragnarok. I believe it did um, as well. Just the humour worked in that movie as well, which is very different to the previous Thor movies. But Ant Man, some of the, the gags in that were. Was Ant was Man um, Peyton Reed? I think it was, wasn't it? Yes, he he took over from Edgar Wright. So yeah, that was it. I know. I know there was Edgar some Wright's... kind of issue with that. There is a lot. Oh yeah, he was attached, yeah. wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's right. He, he had to drop out, didn't he? There's a lot yeah. of Edgar Wright influences in that film. You can, you can tell. tell. That makes yeah. a lot of sense now. Actually, uh, the the, the yeah. whole uh, sequence with with uh, Michael Penner doing the um, yeah the, 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 the exposition the... dump that is very Edgar <laughs> Wright that sequence. And uh, the Thomas the Tank Engine. That's <laughs> inspired. Just, I just did not see that coming. That's so brilliant. good. Absolutely brilliant. So good. And I won't ruin it for anybody. So, uh, yeah, Thomas Tank Engine's in yourself. it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but not explained. What I liked about, what about, liked about Ant-Man, and I think this does count for both, both the Ant-Man films as well, is that the baddie is never some ridiculous godlike creature, supervillain kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a world ender, is it? No, it's more it's more grounded. It's a bad dude. It's a yeah, real yeah. fucking bad dude. But he's you know, it's not Thanos. It's not like some someone who no. will destroy the world. It's someone who's out for like money. It's like a it's like a crime caper kind of thing. There's a lot um, of heisty yeah. heisty heisty feeling to it. Yeah. And Oh, it's a great heist movie. Mm. The, the side characters as well, um, are really funny as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. A, a, a surprisingly good turn from Michael Douglas as well. 
Mm, yeah, Michael, yes. Michael Douglas, with the de him, and, and he looks incredible. Yeah, that was so <laughs> clever. That, that really did work. Yeah, it really I did. Mean, uh, I can't wait till the de about... me. <laughs> I won't go on about Star Wars, where uh, they're trying to put in either fake characters or make them look younger and stuff. Mm. But I actually thought that worked really well. Yeah, I agree. Way. I absolutely agree. Is that, is that how far you got then? Is Ant-Man the, 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 the latest one you've seen? Uh, yeah, I... Um, I haven't seen Ant-Man and Wasp, which I know is coming up. So for some reason, I seem to have missed those two movies out. Oh, they're great. I sure think they're why. both great. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Civil War's next. I love Civil War. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I struggled with it a little bit. I don't think it's a bad film. Don't get me... Yeah, I, I, don't know what it, I don't know what it was. I think... Yeah, it's I, not, I it's not as good as I didn't like it's, it. It's not as good as Winter Soldier. And not oh, a lot um, is. Because I think that's one of the best espionage movies in the last 20 years it's incredible yeah, no, it went, yeah winter soldier was great i think i think they tried to keep the tune of winter soldier for civil war but i think they missed the mark yeah. slightly agreed at least agreed. For me, again yeah. um if i don't know if you guys uh read comics very much but uh the actual civil war comic not only was it a, a huge series that spanned across quite rightly so um, yeah. a lot of yeah. different um uh, brands of the Marvel Universe, but the comic was that excellent. The story was actually, apart from it being and going off a little bit too much of a tangent, <laughs> the actual core story was brilliant. And when I heard they were turning it into a movie, I couldn't wait. And then I was actually quite disappointed about the actual product that ended up on the screen. But it's yeah, it's an enjoyable. Yeah, but movie, all that but condensed but into one film, it's it's a tall task. It's like hundred issues or something like that. Yeah, into, yeah, two, but two I, I just thought the actual. The whole reason behind the Civil War, how it um, actually came. I mean, to compare Civil War to Justice League, and do you know what I mean? We will soon. Com- <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what I mean? It's like apples and oranges, mate. Is one's incredible, one isn't. But um, is that all you've been up to this week? Just watching films, you lazy bugger. Yeah, didn't do much else at all. Um, working from home, did very little else in the week. Oh, there was one other thing. Oh, oh, let's go, let's go. Do tell. Do yeah, tell. I, I was playing that game I was forced to play. Oh, on Friday, what, what, what game was this? It was Dark Souls. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Explain yes. explain the law to me and the story, please, Biggie. Guy in armour slashes pots. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's... Hang on, did you accidentally play Legend of Zelda? <laughs> yeah, that is not the, that's not the story. Our gameplay... <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, two things happened that night. Um, <laughs> not only did I play Dark Souls for the first time in my life, but I did a stream for the first time in my life. So it was all very new to me. Um, Biggie, you had I, you had nearly. I think you had like twenty viewers at one point. He peaked at twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah, that's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, it was so nice of everyone, not only the guys, obviously, here um, that managed to make it, but some of the, my friends that I told, obviously, I was going to do it, and people that listened to the podcast came along. Yeah. Um, so the support was really good, uh, apart from Jeebus. <laughs> uh, Naturally. But, um, Naturally. You know he doesn't like Joy. The, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that if you meet in the street and ask him for directions, you ignore and just walk <laughs> on because, yeah, that guy <laughs> seriously tried to stitch me up. He did. And Kieran's a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. was definitely the uh, devil on my shoulder. I, I, do you know what? But, do you know um, what, dude? Honestly, yeah. I, 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 I've, I've never seen a, a person play that game 
looking so relaxed in my life. <laughs> How the hell do you recline playing Dark Souls? I've played that game through like 15 times. I still lean forward in my chair when fighting bosses. Yeah, same. There was the bit when the, the asylum demon jumps down and he, he, he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> when, I, when I first played it, I was like, ah, oh my God. <laughs> literally, literally the, the, worst, the worst thing about Biggie's stream was there were no memeable moments. No. I was wait I was waiting for a fright or a reaction. I managed one. I found one memeable moment where you got invaded and then decided to roll off a cliff. But, yeah. <laughs> but there, there was no yeah, where I could like zoom in on point. your face cam and you're going, ah! Didn't you end on like but, nine deaths as well, which is quite good. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, wait, eleven. eleven. That's 11. really good. But I think by the end of the evening, um I was getting a bit tired. Mm. I remember in the middle of a fight, instead of using the hack and slash button as I was drinking my potion repeatedly. Yeah, I know. Which was quite annoying. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was it was great. Everyone was really helpful yeah. when I needed it. I mean, that inventory system, that sucks. Oh, so intuitive. So much. It's so intuitive. <laughs> uh, at the beginning, I can't remember who was with me, but I, I felt like I'd lost my sword. I was, going to look, I was literally looking on the ground, like, where is the sword? And they go, no, it's, it's in your inventory. You need to yeah. it. I'm like... Oh, just. Uh, I mean, the thing. The thing um, is, Biggie. This mar This morning, I I turned on the switch while I were in bed, and I thought, I'm going to see if I can catch up with Biggie. I got as far as you did in 15 minutes, just to make you feel oh, good. Wow. <laughs> to, to 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 be fair, Biggie, you you, you did really you did really well. We were, you did. It's, it, it's I've seen so many people who are kind of breast ganged into playing Dark Souls for the streams or for the views on YouTube, and they have a miserable time, mm. and <laughs> they have you know just no no issue with. Be, uh, sorry, they have issues with being able to do anything, and like it took you what, like five attempts to do the asylum demon, and you just fucking strut out there like a badass. You're like, oh, yeah. that was all right. <laughs> apart, yeah, apart that from was... the first time when it jumped up and knocked him off. The best it... one was the third death, where we, you know, he'd work, we'd told told Biggie how to do the plunging attack. Yeah. Like, right. Okay. So I'm gonna go through the fog door, go and do the plunging attack, and he misses this giant demon that's right <laughs> below him. How do you miss the asylum demon? That was amazing. And then a uh, friend of the show, last ginger, he then sent me a message uh, in the chat saying, "Nice move, mate. Drinking a potion right in front of you." Yes. Show <laughs> <it> off. <laughs> Absolute mic drop. <laughs> Is that all yeah, you've been you up to then, it... good sir? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just going back to. The... Game just for a second. Yeah, I just you enjoyed go. it. It was. I've never really played a game like that, and um, I can see the appeal. I, I can uh, understand. Obviously, I don't know everything about the game. I got a lot to learn. But mm. Just the basic mechanics that I got as far as you've, you've, you've got the you've, uh, you've got the basic um, the basic secular nature of the game. You are you're going as far as you can away from a bonfire. You're collecting souls, and you might have to come back or you might die. It's that simple. Yeah. To the next bonfire. Risk reward, isn't it? it really is. Yeah. It's not a complicated game. It really isn't. It's very yeah. simple. And it's 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 one of those games that like the hype of it, like everyone saying, "Oh, it's the hardest game in the world." It's fucking not. It, it was it's never nowhere near. It's nowhere near. It is. It just punishes you for not doing it right, and that's all it is. The same as any other game. Yeah. yeah, you said. I remember you saying that at the beginning, saying that if you die, it's your fault. Yeah. It's not. Every I mean, look how look how good game, you so. ended up being uh, uh, parrying. You became the you you, you literally became oh. Parry Manilow. 
that those puns were amazing. They really helped me get through that at one point. There was Parry Mason, yeah. Katie Parry. You were literally yeah. the Parry master. I was like, oh my God, he's doing it. I mean, you only reposted twice, but it's incredible. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a good start. Give that. him a chance, only his first stream. Oh, yeah, but parrying is like essential late in late games. So if you're getting it down now, mate, you're going to complete that game before Christmas next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had two beers and maybe I was repissed. But, no, um, it yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And I, I just, again, thanks for everyone that turned up. Yeah, so what people listening are going to want to know now is, are you going to continue with that? Yes. Excellent. I'm to do it. Again on Friday. Uh, more about that later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And another final question for you, Biggie. Um, have you completed Final Fantasy VII yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right, so we'll, we'll move on now to uh, Mr Gadget. What have you been up to, dude? Uh, so uh, a few things with me time off. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about it last week, but uh, well, Stig talked about it last week. Um, I watched The Boys. Started that yes. and got caught up to episode four, season two. So good. Really like, good. Amazingly good. I'm, I'm, I obviously I'm, won't I'm, go into too much detail about it because I talked about it last week. Up to yeah. date with it now, I think. I think I've yeah, watched I'm not. the new one on Friday. I watched it. Love it. The Cowards just released the damn season. I know. Watch it all. I can't yeah. be dealing with these cliffhanger endings. No. It's because nobody, it's like wants, TV, to keep, nobody wants to keep using Amazon Prime because it's fucking shite. Well, true. I don't like um, using it. <laughs> so, yeah, so did that one. Um, also binged through both seasons of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency on Netflix. Yeah. Not the yeah. BBC one, the, the one that Netflix made. Um, I know. That was really, that was really good. I um, it And it got well. cancelled after two seasons. I'm very annoyed because that had legs. Yeah, it really I did. watched it. I was annoyed it got cancelled. I haven't seen it. I really enjoyed it. And Elijah Wood was surprisingly good in it. He can um, be. I've always said this about Elijah Wood. I'll defend him sometimes. He's done shite films like Green Street, but then he's done Lord of the Rings, and then he's done his yeah. his, his smaller indie projects. And he's like, he can be good. I think. Uh, I think for me, when it comes to Elijah Wood, it's some because I love Lord of the Rings so much. It's very hard to see him as not Frodo. Wait, well, he's getting his head beat, and and you should see him in Green Street, mate. He's getting his head kicked in. He just said it's shit. Isn't he a nasty one in? Um... Cincy. Yeah, yes. he's, he's on the screen for all of like two minutes. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's he was not good bad. in that. Though. He's good for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think he even had any dialogue. I think he was just there. It was a killer, present. wasn't he? Or, or like a cannibal yeah, or something. Was, yeah. yeah. So yeah, those are the main things. I uh, also on your recommendation from the pilot oodles, I read uh, Rendezvous with Rama. Oh, go which on! Which is phenomenal, and we shall be yes. gushing about that at a future date. Um, yes, we're going to do a little special on it, aren't we? Yeah, because Jeebus and Dumakin have pick, are picking it up, and they're going to read it this week, hopefully. Yeah. So, um, but you were right; like, not a long book. Like, I read it in a day. Oh yeah, when I first read it, I was uh, fifteen, sixteen years old, and I smashed it in a weekend. And for a sixteen-year-old to not do something else and read a book, yeah. <laughs> it's it must be good. Yeah. No, it really, really good. I really enjoyed it. But the main one I'm going to talk about is. Uh, the Yang to Biggie's Yin. I watched <laughs> Justice League. Oh, oh dear. Oh, my God. I'm strapping myself in for this one. So is it, is what it I the did, first time you watched it? It's the first time I watched it because... Uh, wow. I hadn't seen any of the films it. when it came out. The cinema, because I'm not that big a DC fan. An exclusive. Um, yeah, so I it was on Netflix, and me and Pip were bored the other day, and we just thought, oh, fuck it, we'll stick it on. 
It can't, it can't be that bad. And oh my <laughs> God, it was that bad. <laughs> it is. It is that bad. So, for anyone who hasn't seen Justice League, there will be spoilers coming. What I did at the time, because I thought, okay, we need to talk about this on the pod, I will write down my thoughts as they come in. I'm just going to run through my chronological thoughts of the film. Oh, I like this. It. Yeah, I like this. I like this. So I started writing down maybe about 15 minutes into it when Steppenwolf, the big bad, is introduced. Yeah, born to be and wild. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Born to be mild in his case, he's shit. Um, but yeah, so so basically, I started writing things down when he's having his attack on Themyscira. Is that the name of the island? Themyscira. Yeah, thank you, Stick. Um, so Scholar. The CGI That's scenes what he is. look like video game cutscenes, not Hollywood movies. Mm. Like it looks like it was done in the Unreal Engine for like cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, why doesn't Zack Snyder know how to frame characters and shots? When Lois Lane's <laughs> talking about a source to the to one of the other reporters in the scene, they just this framing of everything looks off, and also everything you can tell when it's been reshot because the conversation is clearly between two different characters than the ones you're seeing on screen. Agreed. <laughs> Jeremy Irons is the best thing in this, and I will take that to the grave because he was fucking brilliant in it. But he's okay. playing Jeremy Irons. You know, he's just, <laughs> he didn't have to go very far to act. It's like it's like it's like when <laughs> no. Michael Caine was Alfred. He just played Michael Caine. He does in every film he's in. Yeah. Um, Cyborg's introduction was stilted and strange. An exposition dump you'd expect from a year nine drama class. (laughs) Why is it always space boxes? All these films, it's all boxes from space. It's tesseracts and things in the fucking Marvel universe. It's these weird mother boxes in Justice League. No, stop with boxes. Get a different MacGuffin. MacGuffin. At least make it look different. Well, like a triangle, oh. what a triangle do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the space box is being divided between the Amazons, Atlantis, and the humans. It's just fucking Lord of the Rings. Yes. Even the way it it's is. presented in the film, it's we gave one to the Atlanteans, we gave one to the Amazonians, and one was entrusted to man. Fuck off! Why? And we know, we all know what like man's like. And, the, and the, act, the actor playing the human king in that scene looks like Theoden. <laughs> if not, you go back and yeah, watch he it, does. he's actually the, the way his makeup and his beard is done. He looks like <laughs> fucking King Theoden. Also, why would you give something to man when you given you've given one to these basically two godlike yes. species, <laughs> and then one to who would just literally get wiped out by these species? His, historically, you, one of like, the worst species on the planet. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a Green Lantern like appearance. Yeah, there is right at the beginning there as well. Is. Why would yeah. why would they not get it? They're exactly. clearly more like yeah, just. <laughs> there are so many unnecessary callbacks to Chris Pine's character from the Wonder Woman film. It's yep. like like his death is the only significant thing to happen in her 130 plus year life. There is a moment um, after Aquaman's introduction when he jumps back into the water and for some reason the white stripes play. Yeah, when, that's, when there's that's no his license. theme tune. Yeah, but there's no been, there's been no licensed music in the film up to that point. It just doesn't work. Why is it doing that? Which one is um, it? Is it Icky Thump? Or yeah. Which, why, I think, yeah. Yeah. Why Icky Thump as well? What, what's that got to do with anything? I don't um, know. Uh, action scenes are difficult and hard to follow, um, but that's been well established by a lot of critics. There yep. is a there is a creepy amount of Wonder Woman ass shots and upskirts. Yes, in yes, all the action is. scenes. That's been noted before as well. Yeah, the the Mercedes um, product placement is fucking atrocious. Yes, 
there, there's, there's a scene where Wonder Woman goes to meet Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Every other car on that street is a Mercedes. And it's quite obvious that every other car on that street is a Mercedes. Have you never been to America, Gadget? Well, <laughs> apparently there's run-down part of Gotham or wherever he happens to, or Metro City or wherever he happens to be. Have apparently... you ever seen a... Ch- have you ever seen a Jackie Chan movie? Yeah. There's <laughs> Mitsubishi everywhere, everywhere, every car, every bike. They need everything. funding for this absolute fucking train wreck of a yeah. film. The hot dog stand is Mitsubishi. <laughs> um, so they, 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 they go un, under Gotham Harbour, they have a, their first fight with Steppenwolf, they lose that first fight, so it's basically, yeah, shit's fucked, we need Superman back. Yeah. None of them make any sense being in this film. Their, their entire existence in this film is just to resurrect Superman. And I'm not even going to go into his fucking top lip shit going on here because everyone's talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know Warner Brothers wanted to keep the film under two hours for some inexplicable reason when every superhero film is like two and a half hours. But mm-hmm. there are huge amounts of time and travelling that are cut out of it that don't make sense. Not um, as bad as Game of Thrones, the, the final season. Not that bad. Nothing's as bad as Game of Thrones the final season. Fast travel, um, mate. You've all done it. In, in fast travel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the fight at uh, Superman's memorial, after they resurrect him, he doesn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. You have the superheroes, as in all of them but Batman, fighting and getting their ass kicked by a god. Yes. And then you have very middle-aged Batman just jogging up after it. And that is the most hilarious thing in the world. I laughed so hard at that because he jogs up and he's a bit out of breath. He's like, ah, right, okay, my turn. And he gets face planted against a car or something like that. Um, but he survives, some... eh? He does, yeah. <laughs> when Superman is talking to Lois Lane in the field, um, mm-hmm. when, he's, when he's describing what it feels like to come back to life, that is the worst green screen I've ever seen. It's horrendous. What's going on? Like, is there a sunset behind them, but he's lit from the front, and it none of it... Apparently, oh God, it I've read into this as well before, like, he shot a lot of the film ready for 3D cinema, and then 3D yeah. cinema stopped being a thing. And you can tell. You can really tell. On the way to the final fight, um, you get this huge character dump of exposition from Aquaman, because yeah. he, sat on, he, he sat on the lasso of truth. And yeah. I'm sat there watching that going, is this because you didn't put him in most of the movie? <laughs> it's like, it's like you just he just pours out all his motivations and all his all his different bits of his character. Why? Why are you doing this? Why Zack Snyder? Why did and the the last couple quick couple of points that I'm gonna run through before I before I really kind of lose my shit on this one because I'm remembering it all and it's fucking awful. <laughs> um all the final fight is CGI. There's not a real bit of that. So you're basically watching a cartoon at that point, but it's all very poor CGI as well. It is. Um, Batman is apparently fast enough to catch the Flash when he trips while running faster than the eye can see. Well, um, there you go. It's, ba- it's Batman. Yeah. Come on, Batman can do whatever. He's got a contingency yeah. plan for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the last one, this is... The, actually, no. Second to last one. Trip, yeah. there, is a, there is a scene where Superman's lips move while Batman's voice is ADR'd. And it's, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, where he says, civilians. And then he flies off. He, he says yeah. something as he, as he flies up, but Batman is talking, but Superman's lips are moving. Yeah. Um, so and that's the, what that last, feels like. The last one, <laughs> the fucking worst thing, the one that made me want to th- fucking call up Netflix and tell them to cancel their own service. Was <laughs> at, the, at the very end where the Clark's farm is rescued, and he's like, what did you do? I bought the bank. It's like, 
Oh, oh God, that yeah. such an unnecessary flex, even by yeah. Batman standards. <laughs> I remember I mean, that. Batman yeah. is the rich, might, might as well be the richest man in the world. He's like Jeff Bezos times six in his universe. Whatever. I don't care. But see, hang on. You could have just bought the farm. Why yeah. did you need to buy the whole fucking bank? Are you just flexing on a god? Yeah, but you've got to bear in mind, like, a, a, a small town, Smallville's bank can't be worth that much, let's be fair. Well, true, but still, isn't, why? Isn't bought Surely, the farm an expression for dying as well? <laughs> yeah, basically. Surely they're just giving the clerks um, their money to pay for the farm. It's cheaper yeah, do it than yourself. the bank. Yeah. yeah, do here's, what you want. some money, pay for your farm. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, 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 move. What, does Bruce, what does Bruce Wayne's accountant think of all of this? I don't think he has one. Oh, and he can you know, do. The, the most infuriating thing as well is there. there is the potential for a really good film in there and DC have made really good films. Like Wonder Woman, I thought was fantastic. Aquaman's Shazam not terrible. I mean, it's not good. Uh, it's not terrible. Yeah. But, you, you know... <laughs> it's a bit like Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's so... It's such a dark film as well where they attempt to inject humour normally through Flash... Who actually, mm. I did like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I thought he was really, really good. But because they they didn't have a lead-in movie for the Flash and they didn't have a lead-in movie for Cyborg, you have these yes. very condensed areas where they have to set up these characters, and Agreed. it really it really does them a disservice because like you know Bruce Wayne walks into the Flash's domain, so to speak, mm, yeah. and he's just like he's like I'll join you. Yeah, yeah. that that easy. Well, I've got no friends and nothing to do. Let's go. Like, what the fuck? It, it fascinates me a little bit. Uh, why? And, and don't get me wrong, I like Shazam, but why did they opt to do Shazam before like the Flash and Cyborg? It doesn't make any sense. Like how Marvel have done it, it's took it's took them like ten years nothing to get in to that, Endgame. Nothing yeah. in that, and it works. It's working for me. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, nothing, nothing makes nothing sense. Makes the sense. Way they did it. They, they tried to it. play catch up. That's that's the problem. Well, that's yeah, why they mm-hmm. just straight into a Justice League film because yeah, it's just Warner how, Brothers going. I want that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at Batman and Superman. So... They had fucking Doomsday in it. The man that kills Batman. Well, the thing that kills Batman. Yeah. I know they changed it up a little bit, but that is a big bad. That is a a big bad. Do you know what I mean? It's like straight away. Or, or like um, Man of Steel. Like, let's get Zod in straight away. Let's just Ooh. get him in. Let's not fuck about. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I actually liked Green Lantern. It's not. Give up, Biggie. Give up. I actually didn't mind watching that. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. You hated it. (laughs) I didn't. I thought it was entertaining enough. It's not the best movie in the world. Don't get me wrong. No, you're just enraptured by Ryan Reynolds' charisma. That's all that is. That's a shiny green suit. There's a lot wrong with it, but I actually didn't mind it. What, What I don't understand with Justice League, though, is why the fans went so mad for the Snyder cut. Oh, and also, why we're getting it? How is adding two hours to that atrocity going to make it any better? It's going to make it worse. So how long it's going to be? Yeah, it's, 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 it's basically it's a four-part miniseries. Yeah, wow. it's ridiculous. I think it's so, stupid. Yes, and I, ha- I don't, I, have... I don't like the, I don't like the pandering they've done to the fans. It's like, you, you, you know, I don't think they are fans. I think the people that are wanting him to fail even harder. I think it's I think it's I think it's trolling oh, no. a little bit. No, oh. no, 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 no. These are no, no. Are the diehard, diehard Justice rabid League fans. fans, absolutely <laughs> rabid. Yeah, just, but that's Justice League and uh, Schneiderverse, DC, EU verse fans. Like but, they are. See, this this is what I don't get because they 
the fans want this. Okay, fair enough. The fans want this, but they have to see that the 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 stuff that was there. It wasn't just that him having to leave the film because of a tragedy meant that he got that they did a shit edit. I mean, they did a shit edit. Don't get me wrong; that edit was awful. <laughs> but the stuff that's in there that Snyder filmed before he went off and before they did the reshoots is bad. It is bad. Like. It is all those, all those, all the conversations, all the stilted dialogue, the terrible performances. Like there is evidence that Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and Jason Momoa can act. There is evidence yeah, that they have bodies it. of work where they've it. acted. <laughs> yeah, we've seen. They it. don't act in this one. <laughs> no, they just oh look good, God. don't they? They're just there to look good. It's that and simple. It, and I, I remember people saying, "Oh, Batfleck is one of the best Batman ever." Fuck off, is he? No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he's not. He makes George Clooney look charismatic. You now make me want to go and watch Justice League. No, don't do it. it don't is. do it. Wait while the Snyder Cut comes. I don't know. After hearing all that, it makes me want to see how bad it was. You're going to like it because you, you like Green Lantern. It's a four, well, there you go, four so. drink minimum biggie. <laughs> The worst part about this is, though, is I am going to watch that Snyder Cut just because yeah, of course. morbid course. curiosity. I have to see it. I have to yeah, see it. Yeah, absolutely. After, after all this fan backlash and, and them <laughs> drumming up this support for him, he said that none of the footage in that film will be used in his. So he must have filmed a load, which we, yeah. you know, we talked discussed it before the other week. But, yeah, he's... Um, yeah. I, I have to watch it. Just Basically, this, this podcast is sponsored by the Snyder Cut, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about it all the time, as well as Die Hard. And yes, that's the first, I think that's the first Die Hard reference we're having. Ooh, what's so, that, about 45 minutes in? We're, we're yeah, getting further, we'll, right? we'll take that. So before this becomes uh, a main feature of um, the Justice League, uh, I think we'll swiftly move on to Stig and what you've that's been fair. up to. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> This week, I've been watching Batman vs. Superman. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Nice. No, no. Oh, once was enough. No, once was enough. I never want to see them again. I genuinely, nearly, I, I genuinely nearly, like, not that we're, we're, we're scripted guys, but I genuinely nearly jumped out of character and went, no, 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 Stig, we're not doing that tonight. <laughs> no, no. I, nearly, I, I, nearly, I nearly jumped out then. Thank God. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, mate. No, um, I haven't done a lot this week. Uh, the, one of the things I've done is I rewatched Demolition Man, basically, yes! last, last week's pod. I'm uh, such an was, influencer. Oh, yes. It wasn't just me. Um, one of our listeners also listened to yes! it. Yes! I've been watching it. I haven't finished yes! it. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some things in that film that are ridiculous. Like, oh, how yeah. Society, how has society moved on so much in 40 years? Such a short space of time. <laughs> Such a short space of time. It's I like... mean, in 2032, we're still going to be technically quite young men. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Apart from Biggie. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like... I mean, my, my favourite line in that whole film is not even one from um, Stallone or Snipes either. It's Whoa. In the, in the museum where that guy comes up and he's trying to break the glass and he's like, no. excuse, excuse me, sir. What appears to be your boggle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. And then he goes, so yeah, good. He says, "My boggle," and then he throws him through the glass window. Because <laughs> yeah, how much yeah. do you weigh? Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I had, I had a good time rewatching that. So it's a really good. It's a really good version on Netflix, though, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's yeah, like, it's whoa. Yeah, so yeah. I was surprised at how good it looks for an early '90s film. They've done a good job, um, mm. whichever version they've got. 
Um, but my main thing this week is I have uh, been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Ah. So I bought this on release. I got it on digital because for some reason I thought I would go online with it a lot. I haven't touched online stuff once. So no, Never have I. Um, <laughs> no, me neither. So, yeah, I, I obviously I smashed through chapters 1, 2, and 3 when I first got it, as well as exploring this massive like map and world and doing all it's the It's basically missions. a state, isn't it? It's a state. Yeah, it's huge. I just, at some point, I just fell off it, which tends to happen a lot with these massive open world games. If, if mm. I don't get through them, I, I have a bit of an issue with just dropping yeah. off because I, I want to play somewhere else. And um, I just decided to go back to it. I just thought I want to, you know, um, finish it off. So yeah. I've been pretty much mainlining chapters since chapter four. So yeah. mainline chapter four, five, and six. I like and chapter that... four, but it, I, it, there are little bits in chapter five that I'm a bit like, oh no, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to spoil anything. It, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Now, now I'm in, yeah, now I'm in the epilogue. Do you know what? I, mm. I absolutely love chapter five and six. Did you? Like, yeah, I really loved it. I loved the. Um, the little change up they did, I, and I yeah, how, much, how, yeah. how much action is just in it. I was just, shocked just, actually. I, I was like, oh, oh, some risks. Oh, risks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really there's, good. There's, there's, there's a few, you know, your standard go here, do that kind of mission, but a lot of it is just it's just building up and building up, and it's building the tension up between the characters, between Dutch and Arthur, and yeah, the rest yeah. of the gang, and shit's going wrong, and and but it, it, I just loved it. I love getting back yeah. into it. Cool. Have, I'm, I'm glad I've, you did because I, I did. smashed it this last couple of weeks just playing this game. But this this week, just particularly, I just really went smashed through. What are you playing it on, mate? PS4. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm sure it's a PS4 Pro with 4K TV and all the <laughs> all the mod cons. Lovely soundbar. How do you get on with the uh, controls? Because they're obviously uh, so a big thing that got criticised. That's my biggest criticism of it. Really, so controls. After playing this game for what it must be like sixty hours or something stupid now, just because mm. of all the side missions I've done, still cock up on the controls. It's as if aren't they? I so think it's as, if, it's as if you need another hand, like three hands, to do it. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a total got, recall reference, but but the problem is <laughs> they've got this. The action button does so many things. So to talk to someone, hold this button, yeah. press this button. Yeah. But also, holding this button means that you can shoot them or draw your gun at them. So every mm-hmm. now and again, you might just pull, you might just pull the action button and just yeah. pull your gun out. Antagonize and just like, people. Yeah, and you're like, oh god, I didn't, yeah. like, I didn't want to do yeah. that. And I've just... I, I, I fell off Red Dead Redemption for that because I, I think I, I was only in chapter, I was, I think I was in chapter three, and I was in a town and I was speaking to, I was speaking to a quest giver, and when I went up to sp- to speak to them, I shot them in the face. Yeah, it happens, <laughs> and it really that, does happen. That was. Not good for my health at the time. I no. didn't make it out of town. <laughs> and especially, especially, it'll put a massive bounty on you that you, you won't have that money to pay that bounty off yeah. at that point. But uh, other than the controls, um, getting back into it, it's I for my money, I've not played Sekiro. Uh, not Sekiro. Um, what's the recent one that came out there? Shishima. Ghost Shishima. of Shishima. I've yeah. heard that yeah, I've heard that one's absolutely stunning. I've not played it, but for my money, what I've played is Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best looking game on the I PS4. think Red Dead Redemption 2 is better looking. It's yeah. more 
it's more um, awe-inspiring. Like, Ghost of Tsushima is more like a portrait. It's like there's, there's, yeah. there's a lot of stylization to it, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is, for me, the pinnacle of this generation. I think it's yeah. better looking than, like, Last of Us 2. Yeah, if the only thing I... Sorry. If, if, you, if you look at some of the things that they added to the PC version, like the amount of detail in it's unreal. Like um, I remember seeing on Reddit, uh, someone posted a video of um, they basically untethered the camera so they could look right at Arthur's face and they um, used the console commands to turn on a light and turn it off and his pupils dilate in line with the light. Yeah, yeah. That's a detail mm. you'll never see unless yes. you do that. But they've put mm. it in there. Yeah, I could have I could have got it on PC and run it on and played it, you know, on a some of the looked better. But I was because I was already three chapters in, I was like, I can't be bothered redoing it. No, there's no point. <laughs> I just, point. Yeah, I just carried on with what I was doing. And also I'd built up about five grand worth of money. Like I'd, I'd gone and collected all the gold on the map. So five grand's I, a lot. I had well, loads of fucking I, lot. I have loads of money because I went and like I collected all the gold that was hidden around the map and I fenced off so much stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but just it just reminded me because those chapters is when you get to Saint Denis, and it's it's so impressive at how alive everything is. All the yeah. stuff going on around you that has nothing to do with you. But, yeah, but it's, it's happening. It's, it's happening if you're there or not. That's the incredible yeah, thing it, about it. Yeah, it's a real life town and conversations yeah. going on, and people popping in and out of shops and. People fighting because they're drunk and, and there's some um sorry to so interject, impressive. There's, there's some uh, like boundary break videos you can see on on YouTube where Arthur could be in Colter, which is way up in the mountains to the north, and if you boundary break and leave Arthur and use the camera and go down to Saint Denis, you can see the characters there. The NPCs are still living their little lives. Yeah, and to me, that that fucking blows my mind. Yeah. To think that something's happening so far away <laughs> yeah. from you. You're it's just not... there. You're you're coincidental. You know what I mean? You're just yeah. You're it's, just... it's not so like it, load, it loads up as you get close to the town. Yeah. This is all it's just happening. there. And I mean, so, that's probably why. I mean, it that's takes probably why. It... To... Yeah, I'm just about to say it takes ten minutes to start up. up. Yeah. <laughs> some 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 of the best moments I remember from when I was playing it was like seeing the effects of like random events that happened when you weren't there. Yeah, like you, yeah. Like you, 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 yeah. You walk into town, the sheriff will be looking at some random dead body. Someone's been run over or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. You could, you, you could, you know, you piece it together from like there's a dead body there. There's a cart that's in the corner. There's a, and you abandoned can see horse. The, yeah, you can see, you can see like the tracks from the we, uh, from the wheels in the mud. You think, oh shit, this person's been run over. I think it's, it's think, a triumph. Was that scripted or was it not? And turns out it's yeah. not. It's just these random yeah. weird yeah. events. It's an absolute triumph. Apparently, there's a documentary coming out very, very soon. It's been halted due to. COVID and stuff about the full I think it's like a two hour documentary how they actually made that game which it's it, it, they, they put a lot more into a game like G, than, than GTA 5 for instance it's still the best selling game ever made or whatever but yeah. GTA 5 in comparison is like it's like fucking last gen it's last gen do you know what I mean it's mm. te- well, it is genuinely is that, yeah. that got me thinking of um GTA 3. I don't know if you guys were alive when that first came out. But when that came out, that was one of my game, literally, excuse the pun, but game-changing moments for me for yeah. gaming because I'd gone from the top-down view of GTA to suddenly that open world that they created. And I did a similar thing, which obviously Red Dead has just completely knocked it out of the park. But I used to, in the middle of the game, when I didn't have a particular mission, I just 
start following people around the city yeah just to see what they did yeah. and yeah of course it was amazing back then but i guess if you play it now the lines are probably repetitive they'll have a set path you can see yeah you can do. follow them let's go around back the block then it, yeah but then it just blew my mind i was like oh my god this is incredible you know this, and yeah. yeah those random events it just does all that but like to another scale like it's, it's a real world fun. Yeah, it is. Like someone, I remember seeing videos of people, like like you said, that would f- follow people around. Yeah, you know, just follow us, Arthur, to see what they do. I Sometimes they guy, get in bed. Yeah, if one guy <laughs> literally is building a house, builds a house yeah. during the day, goes off to the pub, gets absolutely yeah. wankered, comes back, th- throws up, falls asleep, gets up the next day, and just carries on yeah. like, building his house. <laughs> it's just, yeah, and it's just I bet so if you keep funny. watching, that house would probably be built as well yeah, if you had enough yeah. time. Yeah, it was just I've I've absolutely loved it. I, I, I think it's a tour de force, a tour de force of game in it. Yeah. yeah, and one of this generation's absolute masterclasses. And yeah, yeah, it's I think sensational. So. I think, I think um, controls aside, which you kind I don't like saying you get used to them because that's a really rubbish excuse. Because I still <laughs> I did cock up still like we're not even playing this. If controls are your issues, play it on PC. You can change yeah. them. It's that simple. Um, or use or use a keyboard where you've got more options. You don't have to have exactly, so many context bindings. Exactly. But, yeah, I, mean, not, I, 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 will, I will say one of the reasons I fell off because of the controls was the same reason I fell off GTA Five because G, because both those games are compressing a lot of controls onto a controller. Yeah. And mm. making life more difficult for the player. It's always been an issue with Rockstar games since since day one. You were still. On, on GTA 3, as Biggie will remember, when he was 35 when that came out, um, like you, you were still clicking in the analog sticks, which wasn't heard of at that time. There were R3 and L3, they weren't a thing yeah. you did. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah. shit, there, is, there, are, there are buttons underneath these analog sticks. Yeah. Just to finish off on that, though, the um, storytelling between the missions really holds it all together. It's so yeah. well done. It's so. Yeah. The way that the the missions and the story just blend into each other, the uh, main character Arthur Morgan, for my yeah. money, is probably one of my favorite characters from this generation of gaming. I think he's sensational. He is following his journey. It's absolutely brilliant. I think he's um, the epitome of antihero as well. Yeah, it I mean, really I was, is. I was a bit of an antihero because my cowboy was. Um, yeah, mine my, was my, my, my Arthur Morgan was a very naughty cowboy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so was mine. So was mine. I, I got, was I got extremely the, alcoholic. I got the bad ending, like the really bad Same. ending. Mainly, I've done it <laughs> I've three times, at, but I've looked at all the endings always. since, and I'm like, mm. yeah, I, I didn't realise there was different endings, but I yeah. got the bad ending. But other than that, yeah. regardless of that, I still felt really emotional with the ending. There's there's two bits right near the end that really got me. Um, I'm yeah. and uh, it's just uh, yeah, it's brilliant, and I've loved actually going back into it. And I'm glad that it's affected that much, and I'm actually glad you've got round to it yeah. because we you've been talking about this for bloody ages. Yes, I'm glad you've finally done it. I'm gonna really, I'm gonna am. get it properly complete, get it off my plate. Yeah, and, uh, epilogue's an epilogue, mate, but. Yeah. for my money, you've completed it, and now it's your own time. Uh, he needs to go online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. All he's going to do is get lassoed to death. Yeah, that's no, all that's going to happen. About doing that. But what's what I mean? I never played Red Dead One. I don't mm. know why. I, just, I never played Red Dead Redemption One. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, that's good. Has been, this is a prequel. It is really good. And the storyline bleeds into that one. It does. And there's, char- mm. and there's characters let from this one 
Yeah, need I need to see I need to see it out, but it's trying you to do. find. Mm. I've been looking on what I can play it on. I don't have an Xbox. It's not on PC. Mm. So bust gonna, out the PS3 then, or the PS2 or whatever it came out on. PS3, <laughs> PS3, PS3. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to play it on, so um, maybe it's on PS now. I'll have a look. Maybe. Yeah. Have you not got an Xbox? No. Did you say? No, I haven't got one though. So. Do you know someone that has? Biggie's going to send you one. Don't worry, Biggie will send you one. I was, I was, I was going to say, Biggie, Biggie could go into the archive. Go into the archive of consoles and pull a PS3 <laughs> off the shelf. <laughs> no, it's, Excellent. Uh, I will, I will so get into it, it one day then. Is there anything else that you've been up to this week? Oh, is that it? That's it. I literally spent all my time playing that game because it's such a meaty game and I've, I've been Excellent. up stupid o'clock in the morning playing it. I was trying my best to get it fully complete for today. And then it doesn't like, no, always it's... happen that it's... way. And then you're like, no, there's still about 10 hours left. And I was like, oh, God's sake. God. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I, like, I felt bad from telling you that, like, yeah, the plug's about 10 hours-ish. Yeah, I've like, played no. the majority of it that I could confidently talk about how much I've loved it and, and everything. So I'm happy yeah. Just very quickly, do you think it's ending as it should do? Because I've played quite a lot of games where you feel like the ending's coming, then it doesn't, and then obviously you've got chapters, so now you know that the epilogue is the epilogue. Do mm-hmm. you think it's... That's about right, or do you think it's going on a bit too long now? now he has to see like it through. In my opinion, he'll get um, he'll get a full picture when he's done the epilogue. Yeah, because there's the start of the epilogue, and I was a bit like, oh god, like I've just. <laughs> I know exactly what your face must have been like. You was like the end of hell. the end of chapter six is just so full on and exciting and just yeah, it is so action packed that it's just the epilogue start is such a come down, but I know where it's kind of going, and I will say the epilogue's it, basically like. Working at B and Q when you've been basically an, an, a marine <laughs> yeah, all your yeah. life. Yeah, it's it's there's a there's a, there's a big drop off in like what you yeah. do. In but I, I think it's going to pick up again. From it where does I am now. Not to and spoil I, it, but it does. I do think that Rockstar should they do another Red Dead, they need to do the main character needs to be Sadie Adler. If you played the yep. game, you'll know who that Everyone is. Everyone said and, the same. Everyone yeah. said the same. She's incredible. It's about time Rockstar used a female as a protagonist, and she I agree. Is, she is unreal. She could go around yeah. busting heads, even not anyone. Like she's the character is brilliant. So I hope that we see her adventures, um, like down the line, if they do another one. Excellent. Thank you for that, mate. That's really, really good. So, Hoodles, come on, let us know what have you been up to. Um, not as much as you guys. Um, I've been at work and stuff, but. In preparation for the uh, upcoming James Bond movie, No Time to Die, which I believe it or not, I'm a I'm quite a big James Bond fan. Uh, I've been watching some. I've, I've started from scratch, really. I've been watching some Bond films from the beginning. Oh, I've got I've got all the DVDs and stuff like that, and I I've I, I think yeah, I've got one left, one left, which is Spectre, and I'm not that into Spectre, but I'll watch it anyway. I think Spectre's the last one. I'm right, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. And while I were watching them all, in my head I was like, which is gonna which is my favourite? Which is my favourite? And I think I think I've narrowed it down, guys. Are you excited Ooh. to hear my favourite James Bond film? Because this is this this is this is one of those conversations you can have in a pub and it can it can basically separate a table. Because Bond's quite important to a lot of people. And Go top three, top three, start your top three. Yeah, I'll start from top three. So number three is Goldeneye, love which it. I love a bit of Piers. 
I like a bit of Piers Brosnan, and I like Piers Brosnan when he's in in his forties, when he's you can you can see that sliver of grey coming. He's got a bit of just for men on, and he's he's got that little <laughs> little, little, little bit of twinkle in his eye. And I do like a bit of I, I like a bit of Sean Bean as well. So it just works perfectly. Yeah. Um, number two, believe it or not, is Casino Royale. I really yeah, enjoyed Casino Royale. That was, that was a really good turn for the Bond. Yeah, series. I think that's a really good one and done Bond. If you're going to watch one, a modern Bond, watch Casino Royale. It's my favorite Don't. Daniel Craig one for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it worked especially well having followed the atrocity that was Die Another Day. Die Another Day was horrendous. I mean, the, but the, Die Another Day <laughs> was when Bond got so silly. Like, yeah, you know, surfing. disappearing cars surfing. and stuff the surfing, like that. the the ice chase on the yeah. cars. I mean, the cars were gorgeous in that one. Yeah. I think it was the V V. V8 Vantage or something like that, Aston Matt. Ooh, beautiful. I mean, I'm going to get corrected on that one. Do you know what's ironic, though, is that that's the kind of shit that Fast and Furious are doing now. Chasing yeah, but better. Submarines. I know they're doing it better because of technology and everything's better, So because that, that bit with Bond skiing... Yeah, but unlike Bond, terrible. Fast and Furious is about <laughs> family. I know. <laughs> they're doing that. I get all the money now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe um, Dying of a Day was before its time. A little bit, but Maybe. no, that's really it's, low down. So it's terrible. I've 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 landed on my favourite Bond, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Um, you might not have seen this because not everyone has, and not everyone recalls the impact it had on on the world. Biggie, remember, you were about twenty when this came out. Um, it's called "You Only Live Twice." It was made in 1967. So yeah, you're about twenty, biggie, something like that. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> so this this one's starring Sean Connery, and there's a lot of problems with Sean Connery because he did he, he did a lot of things that were of its time. So there are, there's quite a bit of like misogyny and stuff like that, and it's a politi- um, politically correctness that follows yeah, all yeah. the all movies. But <laughs> when it comes to you only live twice, it's quite grounded and. There's, there's not that much, let's say, dated things in it. Um, if you don't know, uh, in this film, Bond is dispatched to Japan after American and Soviet crewed spacecraft disappear mysteriously in orbit. So everyone remembers that scene of the spaceships and stuff like that, basically models, because it's, it's the 60s. Um, each, each nation blaming the other amidst the Cold War, so a good a good backdrop straight away. Bond travels secretly to a to a remote Japanese island to find the perpetrators and comes face to face with Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Now we all know who he is. Uh, he's the head of Spectre. So the film reveals the appearance of Blofeld. So he has appeared on other James Bonds like stroking his cat, but this is the first full on appearance of him. You see his face. And um, for those that can't see, Oodles was literally air stroking a stroking cat. Stroking a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's true. So Spectre is working for the government of an unnamed Asian power, implied to be the People's Republic of China, but that it never gets told. It never you never you never know that. So to provoke war between the superpowers, the movie was a roaring success and grossed hundred and eleven million dollars and inspired many spoofs such as Austin Powers, Johnny English and things like that. So the main thing that I took from it is Bond. For me, it was the first Bond that was like, right, this is not an English film set in Europe or in England. It's very Japanese inspired. There's a lot of Japanese references, Japanese culture. There's ninjas in it, but not 
not like a stereotype ninja. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really, it's really good. Um, there's, a, there's an actual believable love interest in it, and it's the first known like appearance of a hidden volcano lair. So, do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's one of the. It's everything you want. It's exactly. everything you want, and there's the, there's the little Nelly helicopter that everyone knows. It's famous, and it's got some really good Q moments because I love a bit of Q. If you're oh, into yeah. Bond, you've got to love a bit of Q. Desmond and, the Weldon was fantastic. Oh, he yeah. really was. His entire was. career. He yeah. really His career was. was entirely just doing Q. But he did <laughs> yeah. it so fucking well. But this one, it's, it's, got, the, it's got some beautiful cinema, cinematography. And I watched the Blu-ray version. And I was like, wow. The only off-putting thing is Sean Connery's tan. It's clearly fake. <laughs> they really tanned him up. They really tanned him up. And there's a little bit of... It, it, it could be it could be construed as odd now, but it works in the plot. They they make him look like a Japanese man. Ooh, that sounds problematic. Uh, yeah, it I, does. I would be biting my tongue at that. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but when you watch it, even even James Bond says this is a bit problematic. Do you know what I mean? He understands. He understands, but just. Obviously, yeah, it's a, it's a film from 1967, probably made between 1965 and 1966. So, yeah, watch it with with a little bit of, I don't know, reservation. But mm. I think it's my favourite one. And what I learned, I learned this yesterday, the screenplay was written by Roald Dahl. Yep. Wow. Which mm. just blew my mind. I'm like, And then you, you, you think, it has got a bit of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to it. There is a secret little society in, inside a volcano on this one, not a chocolate <laughs> factory. But yeah, don't and jump it, in the rivers there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I just, I liked it as a timepiece, as, as 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 a bit of a a time capsule of 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 a bygone era. And I think you should watch. I mean, don't get me right. Don't get me wrong. There are some bits in it that. You might want to skip over, but yeah, I, I like it. So I, I want to ask really quickly: what what do you guys like in a Bond film? What's your thing? What's your what's your what's your what's your Bond take? See, I like That's... the um, the darker Bond films. Um, Ooh, uh, so like, like Skyfall it, it, stuff like that. Yeah, Sky yeah. Skyfall is my favourite one. It used it's to be good Goldeneye because Goldeneye was like the first one I ever saw. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't like it, but I really like uh, The World Is Not Enough. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's quite Cold War, but not in a Cold War. Yeah, kind I, I, of feel. I, I like I liked it for a couple of reasons because it did a couple of different things. Like for a start, the the villain being uh, immortal. Oh, oh no, no, I'm thinking the wrong end. I'm thinking the wrong end. Yeah. No, you know, you, you, you're thinking the right one because you had Renault, who was um, you thought yeah, was that's it. the baddie all the way through, and he like can't feel pain or it's, anything like that. But yes, the yes. actual ba- the actual baddie is is the woman that bonds um there to actually protect. The only thing that stops that one kind of being a little bit higher up in my list, though, is Denise Richards as the Bond girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do know um, Christmas comes twice some years. I went, uh, what does she say? What? What's the thing? Is it's an awful line. I always, I always wanted Christmas in Turkey. Which <laughs> 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 is the worst line in the world? Oh god, it's so bad. The, but the, the the whole opening kind of um, chase scene through London, where you know the, he slides, yeah, slides down yeah. the uh, Millennium Dome, and he's on. Isn't the that pens. one where he's, he's he's got the BMW as well? Uh, yeah, it's one BMW. of the BMW films. Yeah, there's but, a, there's, yeah. A, there's a conspiracy about the BMW Bond films, where when there's a BMW in a Bond, it's like it's like evil. It's like a darker undertone Bond, <laughs> and it all it all adds up. 
But yeah, uh, yeah, Sky Skyfall is definitely my favorite one. I think, and I think Spectre suffers because it came after um, Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall was brilliant. I don't think it's possible to make a Bond film as good as Skyfall. It's near enough perfect. I think Casino Royale just tips it at the post, but I get what you're saying. And I, lo- I, lo- I love Javier Bardem as the bad guy. So oh, good. who doesn't? So he's, he's incredible. He's incredible. What about yourself, Biggie? Uh, my favourite is the uh, Bourne series. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a Bond film. <laughs> but it, it, to me, they are, because they've taken a lot of that concept and done it so much better, because Bond has that sort of history of enjoyable movies, but they are movies of their time. Yeah, and I think yeah, they are. as they've come along, um, I just think a really simple plot would suit a Bond movie really well. A bit more and grounded. I, think, I just think they overcomplicate it so much. Which is the one that followed Casino Royale? I can't think of the name of it. Quantum of Solace. Oh, man. I saw that in the film. cinema and I came out of that like, I still have no idea what happened. It's one I of my least favourites. I didn't understand what was happening in that well, movie. Quantum of Solace so... is really just an epilogue to Casino Royale. Yeah, it was yeah. Just so disjointed. It was awful. I just hated it. Absolutely hated <laughs> it. Really. So I mean, yeah. For, just personally, for me, I used to enjoy them. Obviously, I'm I'm oldest here, so I remember kind of watching a lot of them as they sort of came out. Moonraker was my favourite. I thought that was really sort of like a campy Bond. It's quite touching, Moonraker. Actually, it's got quite it's a nice yeah. tail to it at the end. It's really, yeah. It's, it's quite. It's quite. It's more family friendly than most of them, to be honest. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, just I just remember watching them fondly, and I think if I watch them now, I don't enjoy them as much. No, I just think no. I. It's after it helps. Sort of it helps with the old bonds if you're watching a really good version of it, because some are remastered and and you know what I mean. Sound is a yeah. big issue on James Bond. They didn't have the best sound back in the day. So but I think I'm an Alan Partridge. I think I like Roger Moore just because I remember him more. Yeah. when I watched them. Yeah, you were 20 kid. when that came out. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh I'm not going to stop this joke. <laughs> so, uh, Stig, Stig, what's your what's your favourite Bond? I'm sat here. He's looking through phone. them all. I'm looking through <laughs> them all. I don't know what it is about Bond. Um, I have enjoyed them, but I just don't hold them in high regard that much. Okay. I don't know why. Um, you sound like Jeebus with Harry Potter. Not, oh, not, not Jeebus, uh, Gadget with Harry Potter. <laughs> I enjoy them. I enjoy them, and there's part of me that one thought about doing what you've done, just going back through and watching them. And I've sat and you know I watched these with my dad like loads of you know like Christmas mm. and stuff when they yeah. or, when they had like Bond marathons on and stuff. And ITV too. I, I I hold a massive, you know, Golden Eye is up there for me just because like Gadget was my first one. I, like I can remember seeing, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. properly. Like I know I've watched for England, dads, James. But it's one that I love I, it. <laughs> Well, that was a good show. Really, really <laughs> he only lives down road. And then the rest of the Pierce Brosnan films I didn't particularly like. Casino no. Royale I thought was a really good reset button. Obviously, that I think Casino yeah. Royale's a nice standalone if you don't count count Quantum of Solace. I think yeah. I think that came off the back of the Ball movies. Really, they kind of he did he did made you find cinema in that kind of action and espionage kind of stuff. And they thought and the Bond people clearly gone. We need something like this. Mm-hmm. And then everyone loves it, but I found Skyfall boring as shit. Oh. I liked it. I did like it. I did. I just thought, I thought just Daniel Craig's Bonds have all bored me, apart from Casino Royale. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it because Daniel Craig really like... dies in it. I just feel like... Daniel Craig, friend of the show. <laughs> no, he, he does listen to this. 
It just feels like because I've done the Bourne trilogy and then we had Casino Royale and it's just like it seems to be the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Do you, oh, do you know what, what I was thinking? Like, it's like um, I read something about um, Jackie Chan movies that they're action sequences that they come up with and then they write the plots around that. Yes, that's always been a thing <laughs> with Jackie that's Chan. That's like what Bond is. It's like, let's have uh, skin going off a cliff and he drops his parachute. It's like, well, what but, can but we, why where is did he, he come from? Yeah. They've got to work around it's, it. Yeah, it, that to me is kind of what makes a Bond movie. It's great mm. set pieces, very yeah. little in between. Sorry, yeah. The thing to remember with Bond as well, he's actually a terrible spy. He's, he he's, blows he's a crap. lot of things up. He's crap. <laughs> There's not a single Bond film where he's stuck to a stealth regime at all. No. He is absolutely <laughs> crap. And the amount of times he, he walks into some posh bar or casino or whatever, and he sits right in front of the villain and then he goes, your reputation precedes you, Mr. Bond. It fucking shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He tells he's everybody his job, it's him. He tells everybody's yeah. name. Like, yeah, he never changes his name. <laughs> and also, the the best one's got me where Sean Connery's on that. Um, I think he's he's tied up on that uh, chair, whatever it is. And he goes, yeah, "You expect me to talk?" And it's like, "No, I expect you to die," because it's just like, yeah, you know, that's nothing. I just want you yeah. to die, you know, just get out of here. I mean, it's it's yeah. brought up, you know, some iconic villains and things like that, which is it's great. But, yeah, um, yeah, I enjoy them. I just never held them in. I think you should go back yeah. and and try. Just see what you see what you can get, what you can gather from it, because yeah, yeah some of them are are are, are a, pro, uh, a product of the time. Like Living Daylights is is probably known as the most problematic of them all. Trust me, you can avoid Living Daylights if you want. You can skip over that one, but yeah, to. it's really good. I mean, that is the, one of the things as well. The music on Bond, come on, come mm. on, not everything. Got to give it that. Oh yeah, but not. It hasn't always been a success, has it? I mean, no. The, the, the Madonna's <laughs> one and the Jack White and Alicia Keys one, they were both awful. Oh, you know yeah, what? terrible. Do you know what? I'll stick up for Casino Royale's. Is it Chris Cornell? Yeah, Chris Cornell, yeah. You, you know, know, stick yeah, up you know for my that. name. It's incredible. I think it's a banger track. And so many people gave it the shit, and I'm like, that's absolutely No, it's track. a banger. It's, like, it's better than yeah. the new one, For You Only Live Twice. Uh, not sorry, for Time to Die. No Time to Die. And that's the thing as well. The last, I think, is it the last three have all just been kind of like... They've all been piano ballads, and I'm like, I'll just yeah. give me some, yeah, give, give me some Duran Duran and, and upbeat and funky, <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't Moby do one, or did he just do a remix? Or no, something? Mo- Mo- sure. Moby remixed the main theme when um, oh, yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies came out. Yeah, um, oh, okay. I think it was that one anyway. The uh, the Sam Smith one for Spectre was dreadful. I did like the Skyfall one because to me the Skyfall one sounded like a classic. Oh no, theme. actually, I forgot about Skyfall. Give it to Adele. Yeah, I think it's that's yeah. that sounds like a classic. You've got to love a bit of Adele. Yeah, I forgot about You've that. That's a very classic. What was um, the running joke though? Style. It sounds like she's singing scaffold or something. Is that right? Yeah, and, and she's saying like apple crumble and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, but no, it's but, very yeah. traditional sounding. I did enjoy that. One. I think I think you should. I think you should. If 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 anyone listens to this, I think you should give it a, give it a little chance and see how far you get. Because a lot of people won't get past the first one. To be honest, George Lazenby. It's like oof, oof. No. But the first one's Doctor No, it's Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, Sean George, Connery, yeah. George yeah. Lazenby was uh, between Sean Connery and Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've watched them completely out of order. Then, <laughs> 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 even though the DVDs are literally in order. <laughs> you say, you know what? I like Her Majesty's Secret Service the most. Said nobody. <laughs> nobody ever. I'll start with that one. 
Not to know number one. Yeah, but yeah, that's all. That's all I've been uh, up to this uh, week, really. I mean, I've been I've been watching some excellent streamers, and I've been playing some games, but nothing of of note. Um, so I think it's about time. If you guys are ready, have you got your seatbelts on, guys? Oh, just about, yeah. So yeah. we strap into my uh, little um, Ford Capri. Because we're going back in time with modern escapism this time. And we're going to talk about nostalgia. So get ready, guys. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I am. Let's go. Excellent. So um, what, I wanted you, what, what I wanted to do, um, basically, um, it's not like we were forced. We're not forced at gunpoint to think of incredible topics. We, we like to discuss stuff that comes natural and... I, I I was I've been on a bit of a nostalgia trip of late. Like remember last week I was talking about Demolition Man. This week I've been watching Bond. I've been doing other things that have reminded because for 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 the majority of us we're all stuck in the house, aren't we? Yeah. Technically. So I wanted to think of the good old days. So I want to talk about like the late eighties, early nineties. I want to talk about growing up or like the late fifties, early sixties of Biggie. <laughs> damn! Damn! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you were born, mate. <laughs> and I just, I just, I just, what I want to do is, I want to, I want to, I want to pick your brains a bit. I want, I want to get some positivity from you all about growing up and 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 being a youth and just the good old days. So I want to start um, with Biggie actually to find out exactly. When he grew up and where <laughs> he grew say, up, how old are you? Actually? And how old he is? So, um, as what 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 I've called them in in the chat between us guys is little nostalgia nuggets. I think it works. I think it's a nice little trademark modern escapism. So, Biggie, what's your nostalgia nuggets, sir? <sighs> okay, so I was born in seventy four. You know when people say what's your earliest memory and all that kind of thing. I don't really know, but <laughs> I certainly remember. Being a kid, so you're probably looking around about eighty, I guess, because people yeah. say you don't remember too much after oh, uh, earlier than maybe four, so four or five. Yeah, at, that's when you're looking around maybe start. the beginning of the uh, the eighties, really. So eighties kid through and through. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, my parents are publicans, so I moved around quite a lot, but um, ended up um, on the coast down the bottom of England, uh, Worthing, uh, when I was a kid. Um, so it's great being by the seaside, uh, seaside town where everyone says things were innocent back then, which I guess uh, isn't quite true. Fish and but, chips but, on tap as well. Yeah, you know, oh, just people lovely. have certain memories. But I just remember living near a seaside, um, going down the beach. And mm. one of the things I always recall, which I mentioned in the um, Discord channel today that got me thinking about it, was um, arcades. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big part of my so, childhood as well, mate. Yeah, I I grew up uh, when um, we weren't at school, go down into town on the weekend and hit the arcades. That's what we did. Got our pocket money, playing Double Dragon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, Turtles Back in Time, that one. Yeah, you know, it was just... And I was saying, the thing I just remember was going down into the arcade and there'd be a new machine brought in. And yeah. everybody... Because you'd, you'd have your the kids that knew what they were doing. You know, you always got that guy playing the machine that used to just spank somebody at, I don't yeah, know, Street like, Fighter. Look how like good that. I am at Street Fighter or, or Mortal <laughs> Kombat or something. I know every fatality. It's like, how do you know that? 
Yeah, you know, there'd be like fag burns on the machine where people were just playing yeah. the cigarette burning away. There's no care that. for those machines. The boards were always there was, changing. There was a, right? there was there was there was a, a, a quite a, a weird smell to an arcade. It was like it was yeah. like light bulbs and cigarettes. That's what <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> But it was the noise because obviously you got your uh, what do they call them? Was it um, attraction modes? Is that what? Yeah, attraction tra- modes. Yeah, yeah. Where they'd obviously have a a certain sound playing of um, if it was like the X Men oh, afterburner. Yeah, it just so you'd be like, oh, "What's that?" And so everyone would be checking out the machine. But yeah, it, yeah, that was one of my earliest memories as being a kid is going down the arcades with my mates. And, yeah, uh, I completed Double Dragon on my own with the bag. How many uh, twenty pences did it take? I reckon probably a couple of quid back then. Yeah? All your yeah, pocket money. Chugging <laughs> <laughs> them in. And for anyone that doesn't know, if you ever play that game co-op and finish it, you actually have to end up fighting each other at the end, which is quite funny. Yeah, the, 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 with Double Dragon, there's the thing as well where you get... It's, they did it similar with Streets of Rage as well. You get to the last boss and he asks you a question, doesn't he? And if you get the question wrong, you have to go back a few levels. <laughs> That's right. Such, such so, a bastard. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of my, and I'm really sad that they disappeared. I think there's a couple of um, arcades around the country that people. It's become either... more bespoke nowadays. It's like yeah. arcade bars where you have to pay like fifteen pound, but you you get all the games are free, and it's really expensive for like it's like five pound for a pint of lager. I hear you, you can get, hire you get one those, out um, like a venue. Namco Funscape things. I know there's one in yeah, the yeah. centre up here. Um, I, w- I went to a to a thing. Um, play. I think the company's called Play Gaming or something like that. They do these little festival mm. things in venues, yeah. where they'll, they'll turn up with like two hundred eighties cabinets and like yeah. original cabinets, and they're all set to free play mode. And like that's the first time I ever played Double Dragon on an arcade was at one of them. Which is so much ago. better than the PAL version we've got here as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, it's cool. just a fun memory and gutted that they disappeared. So, uh, mm. Have you got any other nostalgia nuggets then, Biggie? Um, yeah, just uh, going into that, uh, TV shows. Um, yeah, I mean, go. We could, talk, we could talk forever about them, obviously, but um, I just remember cartoons as a kid, um, the A-Team uh, being on. Um, what else how, many, um, how many channels were on the TV when you were a kid? Three, and then it became four at one point. Wow. <laughs> what a time to be alive. I know. <laughs> you had no choice, uh, did you? You had no choice. No, and that was it. You know, you'd either you finish school, you get home, and you'd turn on the TV, and you had, like, Thundercats, or you'd have yeah. uh, something Blue else. Blue Peter. Uh, yeah, Blue Peter. Yeah, you're right. And I think one of the – I was just thinking, this is one of the weirdest things that I was thinking about. Like, what do I also remember from that? And something that – Really freaked me out. Was did anyone ever see Day of the Triffids? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. Now, there was a TV series based on the book, and it came out uh, eighty early eighties, I think. I think I've but seen. I don't it, yeah. remember. I don't remember when it was shown live on TV as, as a you know like the series. Yeah, but I've never been scared of flowers more. <laughs> than these, than these huge what looked like daffodils attacking people through the yeah. windows. But it freaked me out. And even to this day, I just have this very... It's really subtle. I mean, trust me, I can walk through a garden, no problem. But if I just see really tall flowers in these sort of very picturesque gardens, it's just this little <laughs> glimmer of fear. It sends you back. Because, yeah, because of that. I just remember these massive tongues coming out of these flowers, breaking windows, slapping people on the head. The worry is, and, Biggie, is when you walk through these gardens and you hear whispering. 
And it's like, oh no, it's the flowers. That's right, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, it was just something about that show. But yeah, you know, all the, the really corny action TV series, 18 people never dying after flipping over nine times in the car. Uh, what, uh, the henchmen that were just terrible shots. Yep. No, uh, no they, one could fire a gun in the 80s. No, I think they set up the training academies for the stormtroopers in Star Wars because it's the same thing. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know all the figures, the toy figures are all based on the TV show. It's not too dissimilar to what you have for kids today, but the quality of them back then is not like what you yeah. have today. Yeah, I mean, I've got to appreciate that. I build Gunpla, so I understand that some shows are made for toys. It's yeah. that it's that simple, like Transformers and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, you look at the um, Star Wars figures uh, when they all obviously came out with Kenner and the mm. detail on some of them. <laughs> what about the Luke Skywalker look, one where the lightsaber comes out of his hand? It's just, it just like, wrong. So it's right. gross. You see them now. Are those ones like, see... hideously valuable, though, because they're, yeah. they're oh, yeah. mismade yeah. or mispainted or something like that and they're quite, yeah. they're being quite red. Absolutely. They're ridiculous. But, yeah, you look at the detail of the figures now. Um, there's the, there's the famous pink Chewbacca that floats around circles that's worth about £10,000 because he's pink oh, by accident. Yeah, oh, you Google it. It's disgusting. It looks horrendous. You, wouldn't want, you don't want it, but you definitely want it to sell. <laughs> but there's a, a good uh, Star Wars documentary on um, Amazon Prime, I think it is, mm. that talks about uh, the making of the movies. And there's a, I think there's a great section where they talk about um, how they got into making a decision for the toys. and uh, yeah. yeah. And some of the cast saying, no, we don't want royalties from toys. It'll never sell. <laughs> and absolutely ruining, ruining their lives because of it. So we'll, we'll, we'll jump across. We'll slide across into um, Stig's nostalgia nuggets. Let's, let's get stuck into those nuggets. What you got, mate? What you brought me? My childhood is basically um, wrestling. Don't say misery. No. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. But I'm all about the 90s wrestling, the pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. I thought we were going to get into some of this. Yeah. So, um, obviously, I start, I think I've been watching wrestling since, um, I must be about four years old. Since you had eyes. Yeah. My dad's always had, like, <laughs> always had Sky for us. So, we've always been able to watch it. And uh, so, we've gone through all that, you know, put aside the kind of people they are. Uh, we've gone through all that Hogan <laughs> era and um, Ultimate Warrior. Um, Macho Man, Jake the Snake, so all those larger-than-life yeah. characters. Yeah. You got to that point where I was just about... I was just the perfect age in the late 90s for when the Attitude Era came in, and you had the Monday Night Wars. It was groundbreaking, and that. WWE, and everybody was watching it in school. It just felt yeah. like everyone was watching it in school. Everyone knew who the who the people were, knew the characters were. Everyone was imitated. Yeah. We were, all, we were wrestling. I think it, it. Went past, it went past wrestling fans. It became a phenomenon. It really yeah, it did. did. I mean, at that point, they were getting like I think seven million people. Has it reached those heights since? Because I stopped oh, God, watching no. after the Attitude Era. God no, I, I've not watched. Um, I kind of went in and out. I stopped watching mid two thousands. Kind of came back in around two thousand and fourteen ish, and then I kind of dropped off again the last couple of years. I've had my which surprisingly two thousand fourteen is quite a long time ago now. Yeah, <laughs> that blows my mind. Yeah, Have you seen a live one? Have you been to an actual uh, wrestling? Yeah, I've been to WrestleMania. Oh, okay, yeah. I've heard they're really good events. Not well, my he, probably thing, had a, he probably had a fancy box like he did at Liverpool. <laughs> God no. 
probably shaking hands with each all, man. They're all they're very expensive. <laughs> those kind of things. So, no, I, went I to, can imagine. I, I always wanted to go to WrestleMania, and I just thought, sod it. Like four years ago, when I when I turned thirty, and me and my dad and my brother all went to. Uh, we've aged him, guys. Dallas. We've aged him. So, <laughs> but yeah, but going back to that, it was just back in the nineties. Uh, yeah. Everything was. I think it was, it was huge. About wrestling were huge. Yeah, and and it was just changing so much. I mean, you you go back and watch some of it, and I'll talk about it. And there is a lot of problematic stuff in there. Oh, Costa uh, is a lot Costa of problematic is. stuff, but there's still some amazing things in there. Some amazing characters like Stone Cold and The Rock, The Undertaker, yeah. Mick Foley. Like, I I can go back and watch clips of it over and over again, and still. Absolutely love it. Watch that hell in the as cell. As God as my witness, he's broken in yeah. half. I could love that Mick, shit. I could watch Mick Foley get thrown off the hell in the cell. Oh, <laughs> over and over and over. One of the best. I, one I, of the I, best. I literally, Mick Foley tweeted something out about Cactus Jack. And just started, yeah. went down a YouTube rabbit hole of his Cactus Jack character. Oh, and yeah. He, and when he it debuted, and it's just like, the day he debuted that character, it's like him, Triple H, China... JR on commentary and the king, like they're all just on top form, and it's just so, yeah, absolutely. so cool to go back and watch some of it. You know, you I, 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 I about... um, uh, Jerry Lawler as the commentator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he says a yeah. lot of stuff now. You go back and you're like, mm. yeah. Well, yeah, but it's, it's politics it's just, aside, yeah, but he <laughs> was someone the perfect right, foil for JR. Like, yeah, if, 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 some, uh, if someone writes. Uh, yeah, I think it's JR's the one I'm thinking of. Actually, if someone yeah. writes on like Reddit or something like, "Bag God, I hear that. I yeah. hear his voice. That man of the family. <laughs> yeah, it's JR. That. JR is just JR, unreal, un- un- unparalleled. The bass being commentary, he was so good back then. But yeah, that's kind of like they're like the voice of my uh, of my youth in the nineties. So, so were you like practicing? Were you practicing like wrestling moves on family members and siblings and stuff? No, I was the youngest, so they did it on me. Oh, no. I'm so sorry for bringing that back up. But I was just going to say that because, you know, for all the criticism that wrestling gets, and uh, sometimes quite rightly so, but the fact that, I mean, I chased my three-year-old daughter around the house and I'm knackered. To, for <laughs> those guys to not only throw themselves around, but to pick other people up and throw It's huge, them. yeah. It's, it's the choreography surrounding it all, and the yeah. stuntsman, the craft. I think it's a, I think it's incredible. Is now, it, don't get me wrong; I don't watch wrestling now, but no. I, I don't know anyone's name probably. A lot <laughs> of it, I mean? a lot of it is just done on the fly. There's some guys that will like want to map out the match. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do yeah. this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And and then there'll be others who go right. We've got this spot, this spot, and this spot to do. But yeah, I'm doing a flying lariat. Get in ready. between, in between it, we'll just we we'll just wing it. Yeah. yeah, you can well, do little taps. Yeah. They do well, tap signals, don't they? You know, like this is what I'm going to do, and in the middle yeah. of the, uh, the match, it's yeah, something else. Yeah, I um, I, I listen to um a podcast called the Attitude Era podcast, where the guys on that go through every pay per view. So they started at the beginning of the Attitude Era, and then they wow, went through, they went through every pay per view and review it, and it's so fun listening back to. Them. They're, they're really hilarious guys, but it's um, they're so fun listening to that to recount reaccounting. <clears throat> Yeah, I might, I might check that out. So. I might check that out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, any, anything else? Um. Yeah. I mean, we you know we've got all, all, all of us have got the the games, the SNES games, and the, the yeah. stuff and that. But I just um, I remember one of my biggest things was just watching a lot of Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Yeah, I yeah, love Cartoon um, Network. Yeah. So Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken. 
Yes, I used to absolutely. love them. Uh, I've got a real big soft spot as well for Hanna Barbera cartoons. I used to watch them yeah. all the time. Yeah. Same, same. There's one. Th- there was one thing that I wanted to do when I got older. And I haven't done it yet, and I don't know whether I will because I don't think my kids are that interested. <laughs> but I wanted to buy them all on DVD and get them to watch it. There's a lot. Series. There's quite but, a lot. Yeah, but like you know, just like the collection, a few of the collections and that. But I yeah, just don't, yeah. I don't think they'll be interested and in get out of it what I used to get out of it. But uh, no, probably not. Yeah, I've got the golden anniversary fifth. Is it fiftieth Looney Tunes? Yeah, one? yeah. I've got that, that for my daughter. So I wish they would put Looney Tunes on streaming service. There, there are so oh, many. Tell me about it. So many little one shots. I remember, like my favorite one is. Um, <laughs> Oh uh, shit! I can't remember the name. Of it. The, the 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 one with the frog. Everyone knows the yeah. one with the frog. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby, yeah, oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Hello, my right one. It's so funny, and I yeah. really wanted. Like, I would love to show Pippa because she's never seen it. But there's no way to watch it. Like, you get these no. little kind of compressed clips on YouTube that are like mm. the sounds all screwed up to get around copyright ID and stuff like that. And what you need is a VHS and some VCRs. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to, aren't I? But it's like, it's yeah, like, you're really gonna. It's like like Looney Tunes, especially, was a huge part of my childhood. I absolutely yeah, love Looney definitely. Tunes and Tom yeah. and Jerry as well. And you can't oh. get any de- you can't get any oh. decent copies of the old Tom and like the four no, Tom can. and Jerry cartoons. You can get a lot of the sixties and the nineties ones, but not the yeah. the, the originals. Oh, the nineties really ones when they start talking to each other. Oh fuck me! <laughs> yeah. So you got anything else then, Stick? Yeah, I've got this one. This is a really odd one um, because no one ever <laughs> seems to remember this show apart from me and my brother. Uh-oh. Any of you ever watched the DJ Cat show? Nope. Nope. No. Not ring a bell for me. It was a morning show on Sky One. It's real. Oh, well, it's not, it's not one that I've made up in Sky my head. One. Because, like, <laughs> I, no one seems to have knows what it is. But mm. Me and my brother know. But it's it's when I got introduced to Power Rangers. They used to... Yeah. Yeah, that was like that's where Power Rangers was um, debuted. Like the new ones would debut on the DJ Cat show. Oh right, right. Yeah. Also, it was a bit like um, your live and kicking type thing, where it was on all morning and then it were putting no, different no, shows just, on. No, it was just literally like a. It felt like it was only on for just before school, like a like a small like yeah. an hour, like an hour, and they had like this puppet of a cat uh, lived in the alleyway, I think, and. And they should, yeah, they should, they should, they should play like. Oh a few. holy shit! I've just googled it. Yes, I I, I remember seeing that. I, I don't remember much. Yeah, all right. I was, just, I was just about to say, were you on a lot of drugs at primary school? Steve? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it, it's, it's just um, like I, it's like Sky's attempt at was it Roland Rat or something like that? Probably, yeah. Like it's. Oh wow! No, like I, I never no, saw that. No one ever, so it no exists. One ever saw it, but um, it definitely had. Now, now, now you've shown thousands of people. They're all going to be yeah. petitioning for the uh, Sky One cut of this this cat thing now. The DJ Cat Show, yeah, but it always had Power Rangers on. The Snyder so Cat. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. A lot of my my I I used to love Power Rangers. So I did. Big yeah, thing. Same, Power yeah. Rangers were so. I had Power Rangers, Mass Rider, VR Troopers. I loved them all. Yeah, but he's terrible in it. Yeah, it's it's, it's really it's, crap. It's one of those things <laughs> where the nostalgia really just takes over on how much you loved it like and and you and you remember it so fondly but then when you ever watch it, it back like, you're like it was stuff like you were like yo kimberly would you like to get a milkshake yes jason i'd love to get a milkshake <laughs> it was really it was really I, bad I, I i only i only found out this year that it was that it, like um 
the Power Rangers was like a Japanese show first, and they just like, yeah, took the fight yeah. scenes and just it, then intercut into like American teenagers when they weren't in this. Well, that's why when they're in the Rangers costumes, they're just they're just they're just uh, that's that's the Japanese side to it. Yeah. They're not even height specific to the a actual characters. Build. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> completely. Honestly, at like, the time, like, I, I I had no clue. I had no idea. No, me. I I just loved the. Just loved how, used to love how silly and over the top it was, and obviously forming to make the Megazoid and everything was just oh, so, so good. good, so and, good. I, I Me, mean, my brother still do this to this day. But it, the White Ranger slash Green Ranger, every time he used to fight, he used to make this noise. He used to go "sicha, sicha, sicha," and we, yeah. just, we still do it stupidly to this day when we're like <laughs> messing about. Like when he used to, one of those like, things that got... I've like fought, like remember just like how yeah. like, just like the noise he got. His, he he got his... make. He used to call his his Zord with his little dagger, like doo, doo, doo. you know what oh, I mean. Yeah, he used to call it was, his like, it was the a green... dagger that he played like a flute oh, yeah. that sounded like yeah, a he trumpet. Like a, he played it like a flute, but and it sounded like loads of trumpets in the background. <laughs> and then the dragon used to go up. <laughs> when he upgraded so to the White Ranger, I remember. I yeah, thought was, I thought it was so cool. So he had the cool, gold the crest Ranger. on, didn't he? And it, yeah. You're like, oh my god! But he still weren't the boss of the Power Rangers. That was the Red Ranger's job. <laughs> he yeah. was still the yeah. leader. It's like, he's better than you, mate. <laughs> Can I give a shout out to Oodle's t shirt? Is that an Atari top? It is, yeah, mate. Yeah, it is. Very unprepared. I just clocked it. I just clocked it. Nice. Yeah, mate. I don't know I don't know if you've noticed, Biggie, but I'm always dressed to impress. So <laughs> just, just get, get with it. Get with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so any other um, nostalgia nuggets there, Stig? So many, but I don't want to take up too much time. I just, just <laughs> I just all these things about you know, like I was saying with the Power Rangers, you have this this memory of films and stuff, and like yeah, like stuff like the Goonies and Masters of the Universe. Yeah. They're objectively, they're not good films, but nostalgia. Whoa, 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 I nope. love the Goonies, but it, it is fully because of nostalgia. If you watch that film yes. as an adult, yeah. it's like, this is shit. It's not good. Watch it as a kid, <laughs> yeah. and you, your memories are. This I wanted amazing. to be in the Goonies. I wanted yeah. to be in the Thing Goonies. Thing is, now, Stig's that. just outed me and Gadget as non Goonies fans. So oh, we're going to get some I'm hate. Proud of it. Come at me, internet. We're going <laughs> to get some hate. Again, thing, yeah. Well, when it came to the Goonies, I didn't watch it till I was like 27. My... That's not how you're supposed yeah. to watch it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. a biggie, but that wasn't his fault. That's just when it came out. Yeah, no, I, that I accept. <laughs> <laughs> that I accept. I was chunk man. That's who I was. <laughs> but I, I, I by, do by love... looks, I was sloth, but never mind. Yeah, I do love that nostalgia <laughs> does that. Really, like it kind of glosses over the. This ro- roast tinted glasses, isn't it? Yeah. It's like. Like retro it's the same thing with it's same yeah with retro gaming you're like God Metal Gear Solid looked incredible you watch it mm. now you're like, oh he hasn't got any eyes you know what I mean it's so <laughs> weird <laughs> but I, I clearly remember him having eyes now he's got no eyes he's just shading so um, yeah we'll we'll dive straight over to the Gadget Man himself um, we are not, have you got any nostalgia nuggets sir so I um, similar similar age to Stig. I was born in the mid, uh, well, eighty six. Uh, mm-hmm. So my my nostalgia eras are kind of from ninety onwards. I would say. Yeah, when when, uh, when you're cognitive to the world. Yeah, uh, I, rem- I remember my biggest thing being well, the first biggest 
first big thing in my life was a uh, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. Oh, oh yeah. huge. Absolutely, huge. absolutely oh, mad on the turtles. I was mad on the turtles to the point that when Christmas came, yeah, Christmas 91, I think it was, when it, whenever it was being repeated on, on uh, British telly, mm-hmm. it was impossible to get the toys. It were absolutely oh, it impossible was, to get the toys. It was nearly as big as Teletubby Fever. Yeah. My, nearly as big. My uncle was in the Navy at the time, and he managed mm-hmm. to get me the full set of... Um, uh, the, the turtle figures from Denmark. Wow, they had to come from Denmark. <laughs> were they the ones in the were, UK? Were they uh, called Ninja Turtles as opposed to Hero Turtles? Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, didn't have yeah. the hero. I think it was only Britain that were called Hero. What was yeah. that about? But uh, yeah, oh, ninjas are dangerous. I always wanted the, um, the big. What's it called? Technodrome. Yeah. No, Pizza? I got the, I had the van. I had the van, but I wanted the the big. What did you say it was called? Dude? Technodrome. Te- Technodrome. Technodrome. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I just always wanted that. But that was just a bit one step too far for my parents. I think on the price. I price. had a. Uh, I had. I had a Krang Teddy, the little, the little <laughs> brain, but it was like soft and plushy, and it was just Krang. <laughs> and I was like, and I've, I've I've tried to Google it and eBay it, and I've never seen it since. And in my, I'm like, I'm like, did I make this up? But then, about about three years ago, I saw a photo of me and my cousin when we were kids, and I'm like, "Krang's there! Krang's there behind us! I can it see it." It was him. real. He existed, and it was just a little teddy. It, it, to be honest, I was that small; it could have been a pillow to my little head. Cause I used to have a little head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, I mean, other stuff that's kind of the same. A lot of the same stuff that sticks out. I, I did enjoy wrestling at one point, but I kind of fell off it quite quickly. Uh, mm. I love the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. Um, yeah. Looney Tunes was my thing. Um, I love Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry so much. I just, I adore oh, them. God, yeah. I, Tom and Jerry, I, right? Some, some of the episodes of Tom and Jerry are so, like, poignant and and clear. you like, for any language, obviously, because they don't speak. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost universal. perfect as a, as a, as a five-minute cartoon. Some of them. Some yeah. of them. There's yeah. um, there's, there's, I mean, I mean, they got quite dark as well. I mean, there's one episode. Yeah. Um, I think it's a uh, mouse in Manhattan, where mm-hmm. Tom's. Or it might not be mouse in Manhattan, but um, th- there's one episode where Tom is, he's trying to impress the lady cat, and it doesn't yes. go his way, and she goes off with uh, with uh, with the other cat, and yep. um, and at the end you just see him, his eyes are droopy, he looks sad, and he walks onto a fucking train track and sits down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a kids' about, cartoon. <laughs> my favorite Tom and Jerry episode is the one where where um, Tom goes to hell and goes to heaven and uh, can you not remember this one where yeah, it's like no. Oh, yeah. oh no 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 he goes, we get to to the, to, to the gates go, and, and there's yes and there's, he gets denied there's a sack he gets it, yeah but it's, there's a sack of kittens that bounce in with water squishing out of them and goes some yeah. people I'm just like holy shit I didn't get that yeah. till I was an adult and I rewatched yeah. it I was like that's so dark and then and then and then they get away with the whole thing because it turns out it's just a bloody dream and he's sat by the fireplace and he's burning his tail on the fire rather yeah. than being in hell and stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like this and I, I've shown my kids this recently and, and, and my son's like, This is horrible, this is horrible and but but it kind of shaped us a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. There was yeah, the, the weird element of like insensitivity that went with a lot of cartoons obviously of yeah. that age. But then like the yeah. fact that I, I I don't I don't know what it was about the people in the generation above us going oh yeah we'll stick this on for the kids that's fine and it's just like yeah okay the this it's a little bit racist in places quite <laughs> yeah. dark and and you have to remember some of these cartoons came out 
while we like were at the... war with the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the one with the, is it the three mouseketeers? Is that the one where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little French mouse or something that's singing. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I just seem to anyway. remember that particular episode for some reason. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good that's, episode. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It just there are there are some of those episodes that are just mind-bogglingly surreal. Um, I think I think possibly my favorite one of those cartoons ever would have to be it's a Looney Tunes one and it's uh, Duck Dodgers in the twenty fourth and a half century. <laughs> oh yes, and yes, it's yes, Daffy Duck yes. versus Marvin the Martian, and it's yeah. just chaotic escalation yeah. for Planet X because they need the mineral there that yeah. is right for shampoo. That is a classic. <laughs> yeah. That is a classic. Now I'm, I'm telling you now, and, and gamers will understand this. Daffy Duck is the Luigi of. Looney Tunes, like yeah. everyone loves Bugs Bunny slash Mario, but the real star is Daffy Duck slash Luigi, in yeah. my opinion, anyway. Uh, there's, there's also, the, I think there's two or three of them where it's uh, the rabbit season versus duck season. Yeah, oh, yeah. Elmer, Elmer sure which that dog. is beautiful. That is beautiful. That one. And there's there's these elements of vi- the visual humor in them is so good. Um, oh yeah, the, the the one that always sticks out to me is is Bugs confuses um, Elmer. Elmer shoots Daffy in the face, and Daffy walks walks up to Buzz uh, to Bugs. His beak is on the back of his skull, yeah. and he turns it around. You're despicable, and just yeah. walks off in the huff. There's the, the Robin Hood one. The Robin Hood yeah, one Robin Hood. with Daffy yeah. Duck a... keeps hitting each tree as he goes through. Yeah, that's a classic. But and yeah. the way, and the way. Those really those, good. those cartoons really formed it for me. Like and like a lot of the the um kids in school um with me they were into like stuff on Nickelodeon they liked um uh, like Stig the guys at Sky yeah well I mean <laughs> I, 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 we, we, had ca- we had cable in the 90s so we had like Telewest oh, cable you? when it first came out which is how I got to see most of the stuff because it was on Cartoon Network but I I never really got on with um with like live action stuff like I never I was never really bothered by a lot of stuff on Nickelodeon for quite a oh, long time I really like the cartoons because I think I like how surreal they could be mm. and how strange they could be and just how like especially a lot of the older ones i don't for the longest time i didn't get on with a lot of the modern cartoons it wasn't until like dexter's lab and johnny bravo and stuff like that came out like when cartoon network started making its own stuff that, yeah, um, yeah. that i really kind of jumped on with that stuff and th- th- some of that stuff's great i love johnny bravo oh, yeah. he's such a dickhead it's amazing <laughs> um but he's a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's here. He's here today. Um, but yeah, the the it was the older cartoons that I liked the most. Like I love the Flintstones and the Jetsons and stuff like that. Roadrunner um, is my favourite. Roadrunner, oh, yeah, yeah, I love a bit of Roadrunner. Wiley Coyote, yeah. yeah, poor Wiley Coyote. I, yeah, actually, that the, just speaking of Wiley Coyote, that just reminds me of. Did you ever see the um, the Sheepdog and Wolf episodes? Yes. There's two of them, I think. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it's Good where it's where well. yeah, they Wiley Coyote, it, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, well, Wiley Coyote and the Sheepdog. Like they clock in at the field, like with a proper like punch clock machine. <laughs> yeah, like and, it's the and job. it's like it's like the, the best. The, the, you know, their friends and colleagues walking up, and then the entire episode is uh, Wiley Coyote trying to steal a sheep, yeah, yeah. and it's just um, oh, it's the so sheepdog foiling him at every opportunity. And then at the yeah. end of it, the clock out. Hey, nice day at work. See you tomorrow. Say hi to the wife. <laughs> 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 like, like you say, the humor is just something else, and you just. It was lost on the nineties. The think, weird, the weird thing is, like when I was doing research for this topic myself, I was like, "Oh yeah, let's pull up, pull up all these nineties." But a lot of our nostalgia was stuff that even as parents would class as nostalgia, as in they were utilizing old, old, old oh, yeah. stuff. 
Well, like yeah. um, Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet were huge in the nineties. Mm. Yeah, but they were yeah. obviously made in the sixties. Mm. But that was that. I mean, that was something I used to enjoy Terrible. watching with my parents because they remember it from themselves being children. And yeah, it, it kind of got repeated, it, and it became a craze, and there was all the toys and all that. But you but know it's what? the kind of shit you can't get away with nowadays with the the, the switched on Matrix generation. You can't get away with that kind of thing. Like, the, like I watched, I watched Thunderbirds with my son, and he's like, oh, "I can see strings." I'm like, "This is not the point. This is not the point of Thunderbirds. <laughs> yes, you can see the string. This is art." Do you know what I mean? Getting really angry and. Yeah. <laughs> I, I struggle so much with like seeing some of the modern stuff as well and this is going to just sound like four grumpy old men uh, when we talk <laughs> about this stuff but like I just watch these old cartoons like Hanna-Barbera's the, 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 the yeah. tunes and stuff and it's the char- there's so much charm in the animation and so mm. much skill there is. And, and now it's just like let's just churn out any old crappy CGI looking thing mm. yeah they're, they're no, not all bad they're, they're not all bad they just don't have that lost I do not think is anything that my kids watch now will have a lasting effect on them that it has on us. We're sat here yeah. now talking about episodes we could remember from 25, 30 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we've not touched um, on The Simpsons that much because we're going to do a Simpsons special one day, but yeah, Simpsons is just, huge could, for that. Simpsons yeah. was a massive part of my childhood. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Crap, um, as but, my dad called it. My dad, my dad refused to accept that The Simpsons was good, and I caught him so many times watching it, laughing. Yeah, yeah, It was the same for me. Like for the longest time, I don't think I was allowed. I remember not being allowed to watch it for whatever reason. Mm. And I remember coming downstairs one day, and my parents were sat watching one of the. It was, I think, it was the very first Christmas special that The Simpsons had had on. It was on a repeat yeah. on Sky, but it was like, yeah, and like. They said they just turned to us as you can watch The Simpsons from now on, and I think that episode had like kind of changed their mind on it. And I was like, oh, all right then. Um, but mm. I have a real big thing about hand animated, um, yeah, animation, yeah, like hand painted, and like even like even like modern cartoons, not like CGI stuff, like modern cartoons today, like stuff like Teen Titans Go and that kind of thing. They're perfectly mm. fine cartoons, but they are animated on computers, and you can tell. Like there is yeah. something about the. There's only oh, there's only one real modern. Task. There's one real modern standout I can think of, of in the last like five or six years, and that's Into the Spider Verse. That's love. That's oh, pure oh, love. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh, that is that, awesome. To me, it feels classic because you can tell these animators have put love into it. But it's like, like if you watch like an old Tom and Jerry episode. And mm. especially the forties ones, where the character animation was so detailed, all the movements, all the motion, all yeah. the, like the edges of their fur. But then you like look at the backgrounds, and everything is these beautiful watercolor paintings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. And totally. it's not it's, repeated that much either. It's, yeah, it's, no. It's, it's, that, that's why the episodes were five minutes long because it took them ten weeks to do that five <laughs> minutes. I saw a clip the other day. Um, I'll see if I can find it and retweet mm. it. Um, yeah, excellent. It yeah. was it was a Popeye. Well, he's walking Popeye were a, crazy though. He's walking through a cave, and I swear, honestly, he goes from like the normal Popeye animation. He goes into this cave, and it's this three D. They've done this in like I think it's like the twenties or thirties, and it's our Popeye started thirties. Yeah. It is so clever. It looks like mm. so crisp and clean, and, th- and it's like it's like the animation, but on in front of like I think it's real models. So it actually gives this proper three D effect. In the end, he exits the cave and goes back to like the normal animation. I'll see if I can find it, but it's so well done and such a piece of animation. That got me thinking of um, you know Roadrunner when they look over the cliff 
as he's yeah. making his way down. Yeah, but they've yeah. obviously got to think about all the different viewpoints, the angles, perspectives, and stuff. Perspective. Yeah. yeah, just very clever, very smart. The, the, so um, good. The, another couple of things I, I, I just kind of wanted to go over, like so. Yeah. For me, like films were a big part of of my um, childhood, and like we didn't have the, much else to do, did we? <laughs> no, but like I remember, I think I think the first time I went to the cinema, I can't be one hundred percent sure. I need, I need to check with my parents on this one. First time I went to the cinema, I think was to see Ducktales, the movie. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, great film. Actually, surprisingly good film. It's a really good film. The, is that um, the one that starts in Egypt and there's yeah. a bit of an Egyptian theme? To, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's good. And um, <laughs> but like, uh, Toy Story was one of my peaks of the '90s. But Aladdin was my favorite film of the '90s. I loved Aladdin. I so can much. show you the world. Oh no, oh, I love Aladdin. No, 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 yeah, yeah, but none of the romantic tracks. You want the well, Alibaba had them for it. You've shared with had a thousand tales. I can do that whole song love and it. all the voices. Oh, incidentally, I have a video on YouTube back when I used to YouTube where just after Robin Williams died, I did a tribute and yeah. like, recorded yeah. me singing that song. But that was such a I think big it's part of my brilliant. Um, Aladdin's one of my like top like three. I uh, watched it a couple of months ago. It still holds up. It's still so good. Of course good. it does. Of course it does. And I and I and I was saying. As as a point of nostalgia, fuck mm. the new version of it, because I heard the Will Smith version of Friend Like Me, and it is atrocious, and I it don't offends know, I like my it. sensibilities. No, 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 no. no, no. It, the The main thing is, it hasn't got the energy. It, the the gene, his genie doesn't have that energy that Robin Williams. Well, no had. one's Robin Williams. Let's, exactly. Let's be so real. why bother? <laughs> I do it because they they had to. Did they? Money. But yeah, um, and the other one, and this is a very specific thing. I don't know if you guys get this. Do you ever like have associated memories with sensations? Are you yes, here? massively. So, there is a, like I got my first ever CD player in 1997. I was mm-hmm. quite so I was 11 at the time. I, was, I wasn't really bothered by music until about that age. But then mm-hmm. I kind of started get as I was getting older. I was kind of like hearing stuff on the radio. And I was like, I'd quite like a CD player for Christmas. So I got a CD yeah. player for Christmas. And um, I got two CDs with it. One was like a rock ballads collection one, and one was one of the Now CDs. So you didn't get Limp Biscuit. That was no. my first CD. Everyone's on a Now <laughs> CD. Yeah. Um, but so the first two, the first two tracks off the first disc of those two albums. So the rock ballads one, the first two tracks were "We Are the Champions," classic. and um, "Don't Speak" by No Doubt. And on the Now Another CD, classic. the first two tracks were "Tub Thumping" by Chumbawamba. Nice and um, spice spice up your life by the Spice Girls. Another good song. If I hear any of those four songs, I can smell Christmas dinner cooking. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Because, and it's it's this it's this weird thing. And like I don't particularly like the Spice Girls or Chumbawamba. Or I do. But if I if those songs play on the radio or play, in the is it like some weird advert, some weird time travel nostalgia synesthesia type yeah, thing? Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's just this weird thing. Like I'll just get the smell of like cooking turkey in, in my nose, and it's just like that. Oh wow! Really, it's like this That's really powerful. nice. That's one is, step closer to meditation, mate. You need to start meditating. Well, seriously, the, the, do. the thing is, and without <laughs> wanting to bring things down, like I went through a really rough patch a couple of years ago, and there were yeah. a couple of times where. I just deliberately played one of those four songs to get that feeling because it was kind of this warm, comforting hug of oh, like I get it. I get Christmas it. in the nineties when life was simpler and the the thing I had to worry it's about powerful, was isn't it? how the CD player fit together. You know, that was the, my <laughs> yeah. biggest worry at the time. Um, so, what um, was everyone yeah, else's oh. first CD? My, mine was Limp Bizkit. Are we talking once only we got... could fly? Are you talking once that we bought? Or yes, we... that's yeah. what I'm saying. What I bought, yeah. yeah. 
first one I bought was These Days by Bon Jovi. Oh, better than mine. First one I bought, <laughs> I want to uh, it would have been something new metal, and I can't remember whether it was Papa Roach or Linkin Park. I can't remember which one. Oh, I, I, like how you, I like how you say Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Mine was The Cure. <laughs> Love that. The mixed, Ooh, up, the, cure. the mixed Up album. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a banger, that, huh? Yeah, oh, Biggie big, big, just like wiping us all out there. Like. <laughs> yeah, mine, <laughs> mine was something that's actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's lovely. I mean, that's exactly what I want to hear from you all some nice nostalgia nuggets. Like, you, you basically hit on stuff that I've hit. I'm just going to briefly list off some things that I were looking at. I had Pogs. You've got to remember Pogs. Pogs were a good thing. Uh, I've got. Yeah. I remember. I remember like going out of my county and seeing stuff like Tyne Tees and Granada and Meridian for ITV. <laughs> Can you remember that? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's still like that now because yeah, I don't no, have yeah, terrestrial television. Yeah, it's still I, that like used that. to blow my mind. Like, I used to go to the go go to like County Durham. It's like it's Tyne Tees. I'm like, what the fuck's Tyne Tees? What's that? <laughs> but, <laughs> What the fuck is that? Yeah. And then uh, I remember shows like Games Master that were a big influence on my life. Um, sticker albums, I talked about that last last week. Um, Space Raiders, Crisps, that were a big part of my childhood. Everyone at those. Tempia Park, you got yes, a comic mates. attached to it. It was just incredible. Oh, do you remember and... getting, sorry, do you remember getting like pogs and stuff in packs of crisps? That was the Tazos. Yeah, Tazos. Oh, Tazos. Yeah. 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 yeah, Star Wars oh, Tazos. Tazos were huge. Star Wars Toy- ones, Looney Tunes, Toy yeah. Story. Toys and cereal as well. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. That's it. And uh, bubble gum with Star that... Wars cards? No, you won't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Seriously? The bubble gum was shit. Ugh, crap. But, yeah, the, the main thing that came to me as well was Virgin Cola. I've been, I've been, I've been talking about this all week. <laughs> like, Virgin Cola was a big thing to me because, like, I used to get 50p pocket money. And Virgin Cola was a lot cheaper than Coca-Cola. Yeah. Which leads me on to the greatest segue I've ever done in my podcasting career. This section I'm going to do really briefly is called How Much Was It? Are you ready, boys? All right, then. Are you ready, boys? So I've only got five things. So can you tell me how much a litre of petrol cost in 1995? Now, Biggie, you were an adult then, so it's, it's a lot harder for the other two guys, but how much were a litre of petrol in 1995? I'll let anyone guess. I'm going to go 35p a litre. Okay. What do you reckon, Stig? 27.9. Okay. <laughs> That's <Okay>. exact. <laughs> uh, thrappence. Um... <laughs> <laughs> two shillings. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I'm going to go for uh, 43. Okay. What did you say again, Gadget? 35. Oh, well, Biggie's one, because he's closest. Uh, a litre of petrol, so we're talking like uh, just your standard unleaded petrol, not four-star or some weird petrol that doesn't exist anymore or diesel. It was 60p a litre. Whoa. And in today's money, that's about £1.08 adjusted for inflation. So, oh, I like actually, that a lot. So, so, yeah. so, that, so that would mean after inflation, like, like it's about £1.09 uh, yeah. at the minute, so... It hasn't yeah. actually changed much in prices. Yeah, it hasn't actually changed it because the the the, the, make, the I'm not going to go into politics, but they make it up, don't they? Let's be let's be real. True. Um, next, um, how much was a can of Coca Cola in 1995? So official Coca Cola. What do we reckon, boys? 
33p. Okay, I like that. Next. I was going to say um, 30. Yeah, I'll go 40. Okay. Stig, you are bang on. Spot yes! On. 33 <laughs> pence. So in today's money, that's around 80 pence. Why do I know that? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> but I remember 33. It's a weird figure, though, isn't it? Why was it not 33 round used to be on the can. That was a uh, big thing. That might be why, pence. then. Why did they so, not round that off? Isn't that such I don't a weird know. It was a weird time when we all had coppers in our pockets. Yeah. It was a weird time. Yeah. So um, how much was a packet of Space Raiders in 1995? I think we've already glossed over this. 10p. 10p. What do you reckon, Biggie? Yeah, agreed. 10p. And adjusted yeah. for inflation, what's that today in today's? What's it in Freddo's? In Fred, I was 10p. And it's um, only 25, 20, 25p now at their 20p on average now, but yeah. it, it, the weird thing about Space Raiders is it's wherever you are in the country, it can be changed. And uh, what I found out is the weight was decreased by half. So you're paying more and getting less. Ah, uh, shrinkflation. Yeah. Yes. Um, another one, a tricky one, this one. How much was a trip to Benidorm all-inclusive for 10 days <laughs> in 1995? You've literally per seen person. an advert on YouTube for this, haven't you? Oh, my word. No, 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 <laughs> Is this no, no, per, no. Per, per person, yeah? Per person, yeah. So let's pretend you're going on your own. What do we reckon? £89. Okay. £110, £89. Yeah. What are you saying, Gadget? Oh, oh, 200 quid. No idea. Right, so Stig, you've got it spot on again. It was £89. <laughs> I don't what? know how you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I'm not cheating. Not cheating here. I he just went to Benidorm drinking Coke. <laughs> and today, in today, for for the same, and I'd, I'd looked at this, and I'd, I can show you my working out and calculations. I went to the same hotel, the same hotel for ten days, all inclusive per person to Benidorm is five hundred pounds. Good lord, jeez. And that does that is included with all the pandemic and stuff like that. Yeah, things are a little bit more expensive now, but. That is in, that is such an upsell. That is ridiculous. And the last one I've got is how much was a packet of six Panini football stickers or equivalent movie or TV tie-in in 1995? One pound. Oh, I, oh shit, I, I know this one because I, I kicked off on my news agents about it when the price 55p. 25p. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. it was 25p because yeah, it went up dude. by 5p in 1995 and people... Yes, kicked off about it. I, I, and cause today, because I, I remember I, I, a pound. I, I used to, I used yeah. to get, I used to get one pound a week pocket money. And I remember on yep. a Saturday, I'd, I'd be able to go to the shop. I used to be able to get me football stickers and a copy of Match yep. for a quid. Yep. Yeah, that's why yeah. I thought a quid because I used to get, I had a quid and I'd go and get everything else. Yeah, I used to uh, get four, there, was a, four there was a massive, there was a massive uproar in nineteen ninety five in January after New Year when they went up by five p, and now they're a quid. So. Excellent. So I do really want to thank you all for joining me on that trip down memory lane. Um, what I'm going to do, this is going to be like an ongoing thing for myself. I mean, not every time I'm hosting is going to be about nostalgia, but I definitely want to come back to nostalgia because I think it's such a broad topic. You could even do a podcast especially on that. Yeah, so It'd be good to, to hear Jeebus and Dumican as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things that we can touch on. I mean... If we if we if we got Biggie to write his memoirs, Christ, we're going back past the Vietnam War, well, uh, the Boer War. I tell you what, there's you know a good I mean? shout out to um, the thread in the channel uh, where people put some mm. favourite theme tunes from a lot of the shows. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tanya and stuff like that, amazing. 
Yeah, exactly. So what we're going to do now, though, because I'm conscious of time, as always, because time is fleeting, as the time warp did tell us. Um, we're going to move on to the Inquisition, and I believe, Gadget, you're in charge of that Inquisition. I am indeed. So, yeah, we asked you um, on Twitter if you could tell us an embarrassing childhood story, maybe how many pogs you had, all that kind of thing. So <laughs> we had quite a, quite a response to this one, and it was really good. So we're going to jump straight yeah, in. I enjoyed, we, I enjoyed reading these. We, we, we had communications directly from the bin because Lindy got in touch with us again, at Lindy Bailey on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said she saw a tweet the other day that said, to correctly ID someone, say the words Nicole, and if they respond with Papa, they're over 25. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, I grew up in a shitty seaside town. Think stripy deck chairs, warm soft scoop, a promenade full of tacky shops selling postcards with doctors that, who, are, who are essentially sexually harassing female patients. And all sorts <laughs> oh, yes. of trinkets and tat that you'd take home to your loved ones to prove you'd left Birmingham. Mm. A bit of bitterness there towards <laughs> Birmingham from Lindy. However... <laughs> Amidst all the shit, we had something which I took for granted. Something so pure. The sight, the sound, the smell of it shall be forever etched into my memory. No, not the Seven Estuary, or as some like to call it, the beach. We had arcades, <laughs> a fuck ton of them. And the yeah. lights, the sounds, as magical place felt otherworldly. From shooters to racers, from fighters to platformers, we had them all. House of the Dead, Daytona, Sega Rally, Time Crisis. We also had a guy come around your street and rent you Commodore 64 games from the back of his van. Yes. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> what? Is that a thing that happens down south? Yeah. No, I, I, think, I, I think that might be uh, just, uh, yeah. just her. I, re I remember the library van coming around. And you, we could be, I remember yeah, that. I remember that yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't think they do. Probably not. But that was a, there's another thing from our childhood, the old library van. Our libraries in general. Yeah. Yeah. That time crisis in the time arcade. Time crisis machine. was amazing. That was Hitting one of the things that did play at the arcade. Ducking. People yeah. have never looked cooler Danger. with a Danger. light. Yeah. Oh, so good. And House so of the Dead as well. House, House of the Dead was insane. It was so yeah. much that scared fun. me. Yeah. The graphics that on that were incredible. I was like, uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, uh, best boy himself, Kurt Lewin at angry underscore Kurt. On he Twitter. is the best boy. <laughs> Uh, the 90s for me was when I was growing up, being born in 92, I have really fond memories from it. Going on wow. holiday to Disneyland in Florida was my highlight, as there was nowhere better as a kid. The 90s mm -hmm. was also all about Saturday morning and after-school TV. I loved sitting yes. down on Saturday morning with my Weetabix and Cinnamon Graham's mix. That's a hell of a breakfast. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was Weetabix oh. with Cinnamon Graham's. That's, he's, that's he's probably intense. got Sky as well. That was back when people used to say cereals were really good for you, though. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> They're full of E numbers and sugar. Anyway, he, so he would sit with his bowl of sugar um, to watch stuff like <laughs> SMTV Live, CD UK, and with cartoons such as Recess, Watch My Chops, Fairly Odd Parents, My Parents Are Aliens. Really good I think times. I'm a bit old for that. And it's I don't weird, remember those. And it's weird when I look back at music from that period, particularly cheesy mm -hmm. pop music, like like the Spice Girls, which I couldn't stand back then with my sister who was listening to them. But when I back hear off. them now, I go all nostalgic and I absolutely love it. Yes. And he also brought up, and I'm going to make a slight divergence on this one because I need to tell you something. He also brought up Robot Wars in another tweet, and I was on oh. Robot Wars. <laughs> you were on yeah. Robot Wars? Yeah, um, Robot Wars, <gasps> oh was, um, after, I think it was like the fifth season or something, they did a live tour of the UK, mm -hmm. of like arenas in the UK, and my school entered in the one in Newcastle. So, wow. So I got to go to the, the it was the Telly West, West Arena or NTL Arena at the time, whatever the arena is in mm -hmm. Newcastle. Um, got to meet Craig Charles, got to meet Philippa Forrester. Um, 
had all this wonderful experience, got to meet all the house robots, so kill a lot, it's fucking enormous. Like <laughs> Matilda. Yeah, the, the, but the thing is, the house robots, they were all so much bigger in real life than you. You look on the TV and you think, they're fucking big. No, they're bigger. Um, wow. And it was, it, it, was, awesome. it was a really fun experience. And we got knocked out in like the second round by like a hypnodisc ripoff, but it was, a really, <laughs> it was a really good time. That was a good one. Robot ears, stand by. Yeah. Oh, I love it. No, Robot love was it. amazing. Yeah, good show. Yeah. And, and, and the Americans tried BattleBots. It's not the same. No. <laughs> So, uh, Christopher Love, a deadbeat punk, uh, posts a picture of some sunny delight. He says, necking a couple of these bad boys before watching five hours of Cow and Chicken, Dexter's Lab, and Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network. Uh, Christopher Love (laughs) is a man of culture. That is confirmed. With that tweet, he's confirmed man of culture. Sunny Delight used to taste incredible. Now it's so weird. What was Sunny Delight all about, man? It was just... It was so nice. I loved Sunny Delight. The that colour, was so nice. The colour looks radioactive. It's insane. It is radioactive. <laughs> I remember when I got up to um, the point at school where they would let you go out for lunches, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and get myself some Sunny D. It's just like, yeah, I used to, I used to get fish and chips and Sunny Delight. Yeah, <laughs> even its name sounds like it should be on the period periodic table. And I'm sure I was convincing myself. <laughs> That I was drinking orange juice and not a fizzy yeah. drink, so it was much better I don't mean, for I don't, me. I don't think it ever said orange juice on it at all. I think it was like, orange flavour drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could legally call it orange juice. Oh, wow. Um, Sunny D. Uh, we, we had follow-up correspondence from the bin because Lindy got back in touch again. Uh, she did, she's a menace. She's an absolute menace. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Can I get rid of her? Um... <laughs> She says speedrunning gives her nostalgia because uh, she'd only get a Master ah. System game for her Christmas or birthday. So she'd have to get creative with ways to make a game last until the next one. And she also oh, adds yeah. that she just wanted to be Jet from Gladiators. I wanted uh, to be Jet from Gladiators as well. Uh, I used to have such a crush on Jet. Yeah, I think we mm. all did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Talented and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Gladi- <clears throat> Gladiators was so good though, wasn't it? Like, oh yeah, it was. It was, was it though? <laughs> oh, shit, have you... <laughs> no. Was it? <laughs> Yes, it was. When you was were, it? We're talking nostalgia here. I've already told you. I only watched nostalgia. it. Yeah. That's nostalgia. That's all I cared about. Yeah, nostalgia makes things better. That's, it's a proven fact. I mean, there's, 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 there's nothing better than, than watching the, the, the final two perfect athletes doing that massive obstacle course at the end and then just watching them fall over like arseholes on the, on the uh, travelators trying to get Traveler, on the, uh, at the very yeah. end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, can't you remember? Can't you remember that massive like national event when... The American gladiators came to Britain, and we had the American gladiators versus like the Wolfman and Saracen. The Wolf, what was he? The thing is, the thing is, with American American gladiators, will have been massive. They were, they were monsters. They were like American huge, footballers, huge men. And then we had the Wolf. Like American gladiators, are <laughs> and like, I'd still yeah, have the hair. I'd, no, have the I, I would still put my money on Wolf. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was he, a psychopath. He, he, used to, he, yeah. used, he used to drop kick the crowd. He weren't fucking yeah. scared, Wolf. Absolute heel. He, he would have been there at the <laughs> end of the, the night when guy. the pub calls last orders at 2am in the morning <laughs> and the wolf is the last <laughs> one there. Uh, <laughs> loved it. So Little Lolly 2 scoops uh, at Little Lolly 2 1 on Twitter. Uh, blue hair, mascara. Uh, no, I'll start that again. Blue hair, mascara, the raccoons. Pogs, the Crystal Maze, and Gladiators. Yeah. And she also told us my brother and cousin fed my special sweets, uh, fed my special sweets, and told me they would make me look like Kylie Minogue. These sweets 
Well, Woodlice. I ate Woodlice. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, that is shocking. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I can't even stop gripping that. Oh. Oh, that's, uh, see, I bet she's, I bet she's the, uh, the younger sibling because that's the kind of... Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. My, my brother never went that far, but they, they used, that's I used to get told, wow. told loads of stuff by my, my uh, older brother and sister. Oh, are these special sweets that move? <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't even talk about it. And then they make you look like Cody Minogue. Horrible. Amazing. <laughs> she should be so lucky. Oh. Oh. See what you did. Sorry, sorry. Can you put in a drum roll there, please? I'll put in a drum roll. Oh. The, um. the Crystal Maze, though. Who, who, who wanted to go on that? Oh, everybody. I went on it. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It looks. I went so on good. it. I went on the fake one at Blackpool. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's count. not real. It went. It went a real one. There were no Richard O'Brien there. It was just a fake Crystal Maze. What I love about the Crystal Maze is that you you have all those sort of intelligence tests occasionally through that show as well and you've got the yeah. physical dexterity and all this and then they get into mm. that dome at the end it's like right just go chaotic <laughs> <Grab> <laughs> yeah, just no don't s- grab the silver there's one. no skill involved in that at all it's just no. I love in, it it's stupid yeah they're going through all, love all, all this Mays. effort just to dictate how much time they have didn't to... they bring it back with uh, Richard Ayoade and I love yeah, Richard Ayoade yeah they did it was really yeah. good I've not watched it I've no, not watched it yet it, so it was I love it it was like a stand up to cancer thing and yeah they brought it back yeah with a couple of celeb ones with some really annoying celebrity celebrities. Yeah, they're not really celebrities, are they? Uh, but then like... like people liked it and they did like a full series of it and it was really good. And I like Richard Ayoade doing it because he had the right he had the right level of I don't give a fuck about you people, I'm just here to get a paycheck. Mm, yeah. Which yeah, is what Richard O'Brien had from the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Dave Lyons at Jimmy Jillicas um says G.I. Joe before it changed. Also, having to watch what felt like three hours of crappy Timmy Mallet or similar to catch 42 seconds of the original Transformers cartoon. <laughs> Whack a Timmy Mallet. Whack a day. I never had G.I. Joe. I had Action Man. Yeah, G.I. Joe was the actual show that was on, yeah, but yeah, we our were... version of the toys was Action Man. Yeah. So you, you watched G.I. Joe, but you played with Action Man. It was so weird. A mate and yeah, I, it was... we were going to open up an Action Man museum when we got older. That was our plan. Really? Yeah, but we were going to have all these little cabinets with little, you know, like... Well, what's a, happened? A what's stopping <laughs> well, <you? laughs> uh, Sensibility, I think, came in. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Then. But we are going to have little cases that showed little, like, wall... Wasn't, wasn't Action Man's main baddie, like, Professor X or something like that? It was something, yeah. Doctor it, X? He had, Doctor X. He looks a bit yeah. like... Um, oh. He Hatchy from um, Tekken. No. He looked a bit um, like... Him. Oh my god, M. Bison. It looks a bit like M. Bison from. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he had, he had, he had, he had, he had definitely end boss vibes to yes, him, didn't he? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, last one up, we have the real Rider at Rider underscore 555. Growing up watching these 90s gems. Now, these are some gems. I used to watch every single one of these programs. Let's see what we've got Trapdoor. Mm. Yep. Yes. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yes. yes. Oh, Nightmare. Thunder, 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 cats. Yes. I yeah. off key on that one. Uh, reboot. Who remembers Reboot? Reboot, yeah. Nope. I think it was nope. like uh, Canadian or New Zealand. Yeah, it was, like it, was a, it was just after Toy Story came out and the whole world went it 3D animated. Shite. Oh, it was, it was like the cheapest 3D animation you could get at the time. Uh, mm. It was an amazing show, though. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, Transformers, a classic. Yeah. No, it depends because uh, I like Beast Wars better than Transformers. Never watched Transformers. The CGI Beast Wars one, I love that. 
Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, standard. The Raccoons. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which was amazing. Cyril Sneer. Yes. One of the greatest mm-hmm. bad guys in all of cartoon history. Well, he smoked a cigar. He had to be bad. Well, exactly. <laughs> and, he, and he had a gold chain and gold rings. Um, exactly. And my favourite one, my favourite cartoon of my childhood that wasn't like Tom and Jerry and stuff like that, like a proper 80s classic, Count Duckula. Oh, I love yeah. Count Duckula. The only vegetarian vampire. Oh, and you know, Count Duckula still holds up today. If you watch it now, so, so many of the jokes just land so much differently when you're an adult. It was made by the guys who did Danger Mouse and That's stuff, right. wasn't yeah, it? Was, yeah, Danger so it was like David yeah. Jason doing the voices as well and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's so good. And Danger Mouse is good, but I think Duckula tips it at the post on that one. I think it's just that little bit better. Yeah, it, Danger it, it, Mouse is a lot more surreal. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a bit weird, Danger yeah. Mouse, isn't it? Yeah, but, but Duckula, it's it, it's a bit more global, isn't it? Because they're going around a little bit and like meeting the Loch Ness monster and weird strange stuff like that i like it yeah the, i like it a lot yeah there's there's an there's an episode where they end up in the arctic and they get kidnapped by some yeah. some pirate penguins and exactly it, it's the stupidest gag in the world my favorite little joke from that one is the the, the penguins get into a fight it's fire the grape shot sir why don't you fire the pineapple shot it'll hurt more Stupidest <laughs> gag in the world, but I love it every single time. It's the one thing that it always sticks out. in my mind. It works. Um, but yes, that's everything that we've had on Twitter. All the feedback that we've had for this episode. So thank you very much, yeah, everybody. I really appreciate that. You've given you've given us and yourselves the feels, as as the internet calls it, the nostalgia feels. But before we uh, head off to the good ship, good night, um, Biggie, I believe you've got some socials for us. Yeah, I just want to um, cover how to get in touch with us. Uh, Twitter is at, at Modern Escapism. Um, as always, please leave your feedback um, any way you can, but we'd love to see it on Twitter. Get a great response mm-hmm. from all the team on there. Um, email us at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. Um, website, modern escape, oh, sorry, modern-escapism.buzzsprout.com. Uh, we're now mm-hmm. live on Twitch. At twitch.tv yes, well, you're live on twitch <laughs> forward slash modern escapism and another yeah. member of the team will be joining us very soon as a Wednesday night Ooh. our own gadget day stream. will be streaming Pillars of Eternity yes come for some Ooh. RPG fun From, uh, it's going PM, to be nerdy right? Yeah, 9pm uh, every Wednesday it's going to be nerdy. There are going to be stats. I am going to lose my shit reading out dialogue. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be one of those where you need a, a nice cup of hot cocoa and a dressing gown and, and just get 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 nestled into the dulcet tones of Gadget and his nerddom. Yeah. I think it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's going to be it's nice. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, looking forward. And are you back on Friday as well, Biggie? Yes, I'm going to return. Uh, going to aim for, for 9.30. more adventures in Laudron. Maybe, <laughs> maybe 9 p.m., 9.30. Um, I'll ping that out Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to be earlier. But yeah, otherwise it'll be 9.30. So come and watch Excellent. me die some more. Uh, and as always, um, please leave us um, a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Um, really appreciate it. But five stars only. Otherwise, get in the bin. There's really no point. It's really it's a waste. It's a waste. Give us a five star review and slag us off in the in the actual comments. You know what I mean? The five stars gets that message across, and you might hate us enough to want us to be successful, so you can continue to hate us. It'd be beautiful. Um, before we leave, I want to make an announcement as well that 
we do have a Discord server now that's live. Uh, we will. I will put a link on the show notes. Um, it's quite active already, isn't it, guys? Yeah, we've got a few quite people in there. Yeah, it's quite quite good. A harmonious little community we've got growing. So hop on inside, check the show notes, and um, I believe, guys, this is us. This is a show. What what say you? I say yes. go. So say we all. <laughs> yes, we've gone on a little bit longer than anticipated, but nostalgia is a cruel albeit lovely mistress so i've been oodles and you've been gadget and you've also been biggie and you've definitely been stig and (laughs) i'd just really like to say um thanks for indulging us and have a pleasant week and we'll see you soon bye everybody Knackered. <laughs>